All right, welcome to the Friday Night Pregame Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at the FMP Pod, on Instagram at Friday Night Pregame, and on TikTok at FMP Podcast. There's still no TikTok. All right, let's go. Friday Night Pregame Podcast. As always, I'm Connor. Uh, we got a special episode for you this week. Brendan is not here, so we actually have two guests for you this week. Uh, Randy's back on the show, and he promises to talk more this time. Randy, say, as you can tell. As you can, you you can, can tell. say hi to the people if you would How's like. How's it going, everybody? How's it going? I'm happy to be on the show. Thank you for having me. You know, I wish we had the, the third musketeer over here, but, you know, we're good over here. <laughs> All right, we welcome Rhett onto the show tonight. Hey, hey everybody. Uh, long-time listener. First time on the show. Excited to be here. All right. And Mike. I promise to talk more than Rand did on his first episode. <laughs> Solid. Jim is sitting in the rafters back here. Uh, he's on dog duty tonight. Let's go. Yes. Jim's uh, the social media coordinator. Yeah, he's a newly appointed social media coordinator, so he's going to be documenting from behind the scenes. That's a great putback dunk that he completely missed. And as always, Mike. So we're going to jump into it. And I love the way that we're going to kick this show off. The Dolphins trade for Tyreek Hill this week. And honestly, the kid is... It's quite smitten by this. Why? Uh, They're not going to do anything anyway. Stop. Because I also read reports today that Tom Brady oh, and come the on, Dolphins man. are... It was the first note I had on here. <laughs> and Tom Brady are working on a deal Tom to get Brady him to the Dolphins. in Miami for next season. There's, I, I can't see that happening. And the person that broke the story is the same person was that... Was it Adam Schefter? No, it was the first person to break the story that Tom Brady was going to the Buccaneers. Yeah, so A year before it happened. Follow the breadcrumbs. It's true. I read the same story and I'm not happy about it. I'm a Bucks fan for anyone out there listening that doesn't know. Hey, you got Although one we'll more. Take, uh, you got one more year, Adam. <clears throat> the problem is Bruce Arians said it takes going to take five first-round picks to get Brady. And the Dolphins, unfortunately, because they gave up everything to get Tyreek Hill. Well, they're not going to get him this year. Have nothing to offer. Well, they have two first-round picks next year, but they have... Oh, no, you can have him next year. That's fine. No, yeah, he's off He's off contract next year. Uh, anyway, so the total package that the Dolphins offered up and eventually ended up giving was their first, second, and fourth pick of the 2022 draft... And their fourth and sixth round pick of the 2023 draft. I really like that package. Like, outside of the first two picks for this year's draft, you're not really giving up too, too much. No, it's worth it. And with a bottom round, bottom first round pick, I think it's 29 overall and 50 overall for the second round pick this year. Do you think you can get a better player than Tyreek Hill is right now with that? No. Given the Dolphins' track record of being completely bad at drafting. No, the thing is, so, first of all, you have to give up that kind of stuff if you want to get a dynamic playmaker like Tyreek Hill. And the other thing is, like, you have a young quarterback, you have to support the young quarterback, whatever it takes. So, Mm -hmm. like, why wouldn't you make the deal? You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, the Dolphins are extending him four years, $120 million, with uh, 72.2 guaranteed. Okay, so that's the part that I don't like. I don't like that. How old is Hill? Because he's been in the league for some time. So you're looking at 32 when he comes off the books. I can live with 72 guaranteed up front if that is paid at signing because he's not that big of a cap hit then, excuse me, over the next four years. Yeah. So It's just crazy the amount of money that like wide receivers are making now. And in comparison to running backs who, mm-hmm. I mean, when you look at a skilled player, a skilled player is a skilled player in my opinion. So I don't look at a running back and a wide receiver that differently. Well, the wide receivers are getting paid now because the league is moving towards just 
passing, passing. Yeah, it's a yeah. passing league. So absolutely, all these receivers, especially a receiver like Hill, is top three receiver in the yeah. league. And it's harder to find a good receiver than it is a good running back. I yeah. mean, the guys that lead the league and not just lead the league in rushing, but just like who are running backs on like playoff caliber teams are nobody's half the time. Yeah. Like they're never high draft picks. Most of the time, they're undrafted. Yeah, like, who the fuck was Jonathan Taylor before? Look at Elijah Mitchell. He was yeah. their seventh round pick in the draft, and <laughs> they drafted a running back in the second round, I think, and who got hurt, and didn't, and they still... Look at how good the Niners were. Was that the high pick? Then yeah. Matt Breida, too, and then... Exactly. He was, the like, their, probably their fifth running back going into camp, and he was literally their workhorse in the playoffs. It, Jeff Wilson? It's just, like, that's my point. Like, it, running backs, it really doesn't matter. So it's crazy when teams pay running backs. Because you really don't, you honestly well, I, don't have to. And then I mean, look at teams that have running backs that have that have paid them. They're looking to, to dump them off. Yeah, every I mean, single one of them. I mean, like the Cowboys, the Cowboys would Zeke love to get guy, this guy's off falling off hard. Yeah, they would love McCaffrey. To get the Panthers are looking to get rid of him, but yeah. no one wants to trade Same what they're Saquon. asking for him. They're looking to move Saquon as well. Yep, every single team that signs someone to a long term deal. Although Saquon hasn't gotten his deal yet, but someone's going to end up giving him that deal. I don't and think someone probably regret it a year later. Yeah, yeah. I, no, someone's going. So I like the extension because I mean he's a. Him paired with Waddle, you have like potentially the two fastest wide receivers. Yeah, I was gonna in the say, league. do you think Tua can like manage the production to get both of those guys to eat? Because yes, like Waddle I was do. a ball dominant player for like he was his first, second, and third look last season. And I, Waddle balled out. Well, because outside of Waddle, I mean, they only really had uh, Devontae Parker, and he's hurt half the year. And their garbage player from a garbage school. And their and their uh, their offensive line was so bad that uh, Gasicki had to to block seventy yeah. percent of their plays. Yeah. So, did they help their line at all? Yeah, they made like one or two uh, signings in free agency. <clears throat> yeah. So, my only other note that I had on this is can Tua take that next step with a team that you know can arguably be said is a high-powered offense now? Like, can he be the the leader of what is potentially a high-powered offense? Because I mean, they they signed uh, Edmonds from from Arizona. From Arizona. Arizona. Who is their running? No, back? they got weapons. Uh, you had a uh, Gaskin, right? Yeah, the, who's their third back? running back now? Because they, no, they got Evans, got, who can uh, who can play. I mean, obviously they, they got Kasicki, who has a nice connection with Tua. I mean, obviously they got Waddle now and Tyreek, and they signed another receiver too. They I did. can't remember who. They did, but somebody. So how would you rank that that division now? Because I still think the Bills are going to be the top dog in that division. Oh, the Bills uh, are the, the best Bills division. are easily still the best team in that division because no other quarterback is at Josh Allen's level. Yeah. I mean, I look at oh, the listen, Patriots uh, and I look at the Dolphins. As even uh, the like in that division, yes. yes. But here's the thing: I don't. The Dolphins, I don't think are going to win the division. I don't think they'll win the division either. But I look <clears> at the Dolphins <throat> as a team that just missed the playoffs the past two years, and I think that I know they don't use like wins above replacement in the NFL. But with just the addition of Tyreek Hill from where this team was last year, do you think that they're two wins better? No, no, no. You don't think that they it's win that Jacksonville game in London and potentially the Atlanta game that they lost by three points? I, I do, but that, but again, you can't just look at the ones that they lost yeah, and yeah, say they. Obviously. Then they also win all the other ones. Like it's the different way, circumstances. Yeah. The way I looked at it was the other teams in the AFC, right? And who they're going to have mm-hmm. to compete against to get into that wild card spot? All right, these are the teams that are better than them: Chiefs, Bills, Chargers, Bengals, Browns, Broncos, Ravens, Raiders, Titans. All better than the Dolphins. That's nine teams. Fair enough. Uh, the Titans are going to be a question mark. I mean, yeah, but they're going to. Oh, here's the thing: the Titans are going to win their division. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, so, so they're, they're not competing. Yeah, they're not for a comp- the wild card, yeah. right? So right, if we take like, let's say the Chiefs win their division, them off the list. The Titans win their division, the them win, off the, the list. The Chiefs will win that division, though. All right, if they don't, they'll they're still better than the yeah. Dolphins, and we'll get yeah. that wild card. Yeah, but card I think three teams regardless. come out of that division. Exactly. And there's just one extra slot. Well, I mean, exactly. So who are they competing with for that slot? The Ravens or the Browns? Yeah, are I'm, they better than either one of those teams? 
I think they're probably like out of like a ten game, it's like five to six wins. It's it's very I think it's dead even kind of with those teams. Yeah, I mean, do what the do the Dolphins do with healthy? their defense? Not much, but they had a a very they had a top five defense two years ago, and then didn't make many changes last year. They fell off a little bit, but they were still I would say a good defense. Yeah, I was wondering if they did any like. Uh, no, they didn't. N- nothing major. I don't know. I'm just happy the Jets didn't get them because. And I look at it, too, as, like, it's a good thing that the Jets didn't get him. Randy can speak to this as a Jets fan. Like, do you think the Jets are in a position right now where, like, Tyreek Hill's the, the I mean, answer? Um, if the quarterback I mean, make the I'm happy that we didn't get him because, I, honestly, you guys gave up a lot. Um, and then even paying him that, oh, that much money, it's, it's crazy. I'd rather get three receivers. Same thing like running backs. You can pay three running backs, skill players that are decent, and you can make something out of it. You can, but I, I don't know. I think you're looking at it the wrong way because when you have a young quarterback – you have to give that person the weapons and the the assets to like be successful. And if you're and they're not if they're not going to do that for Zach Wilson, then you're never going to know if he was worth the second overall. But the only pick. reason I'm happy that that they didn't get him is because there's talks that we might trade the tenth overall pick for DK Metcalf. Right, all right, but so, so, yes, if you get DK Metcalf, yeah, then, it, then story, it doesn't matter. Right, then it's the same idea, but then it's no different. You could have oh, done course. the same package for Tyreek Hill. Right. So well, then it's not an argument because then you're doing the same exact thing. I just well, don't like Tyreek Hill. And the, I think we have Elijah Moore, which could be yeah, to guys, caliber. Yeah. If you have a Patrick if, – if you have any guys of those receivers on the Jets, like Corey Davis and Elijah uh, Moore, they could be good with fucking Patrick Mahomes. Well, of course. I feel like – But you don't have Patrick Mahomes. Yes, they do need to make a move to give Zach Wilson, like, a true number one and a guy that he can start to build a rapport with if he's going to be your guy moving forward. But I also look at it as, like, if you're not in a position to start moving in the direction that they need to move in, as far as, like, what, they win four games this last year? Uh, yes. So, do you think that right now they are better than a four-win team, or do you think they're the same team? For who they picked up, I think they could probably go, I mean, like, what I want it to be, like, you know, not, like, whatever, nine and seven, but, like, you know, the, the whatever the eight, eight extra game is, but um, I think they're going to be better. You know, I like who they picked up on defense. Our line is set. If we get that guy, Evan Neal, who I really want, our line will be set. And then there's really no excuses, to be honest, just on Zach Wilson. So and, then, and then if we get... You guys brought back Joe Flacco, so you guys got to do well now. <clears> That's true. Yeah. Well, so fair enough. But my, my thought is like, so the Dolphins, in my mind, are like, like I said, just missed the playoffs the last two years. If you're ever going to make the move to try to take that next step, now's the time because you have a team that is on the cusp, right? I don't look at the Jets and think that they're on the cusp of anything. I think that's a team that's still building and is probably at least one more season away from being. No, you're listen. You're absolutely right. So, do you give up the package, even the package that the Jets offered? Like, do you give that up and invest what you would have to invest in a Tyree Killer or a DK Metcalf? To well, DK Metcalf's a different story though because he's still on his rookie contract. But like, do you move heaven and earth to bring in a guy if you're not even? Well, the package that the Jets were what was the what were they just gonna Jets gonna give for him? I think they had three picks. Yeah, that's, and, and, I mean, it that's wasn't, not heaven and, and earth. it wasn't even the two of the top. I 10 know picks. that's what I'm saying. So it's not like they're moving heaven and earth to get Tyree Kill. Well, my point is when you have the young quarterback on their rookie contract, mm-hmm. that's and if you think that they're any good, and obviously the Jets do if they invest him with the second overall pick, you have to give him the weapons to see whether or not he actually is that good. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just wasting your time and you're going to be rebuilding forever. That and that's what ends up happening with yeah. these teams that don't support their young quarterback. I.e., look at what the Giants did with yeah. Daniel Jones. Yes. They're going into now year five. They have or year four. They have no idea what Daniel Jones is. No idea. Yeah. Because they're not. They didn't give him the weapons to support him or the offensive line or any of that stuff. And they have to make a decision on a fifth year option this year. And that's why you 
we talked about this last week. That's why you bring in Tyrod Taylor now because to if make- he's not going to be the guy moving forward, you're going to need a stopgap guy next year. Right. Because you're not going to draft someone next year, probably, right? Or even if you do, you're not going to throw him right into the fire the same way that some of these teams draft a guy and then throw him in and, you know. No, I think now is the time with young quarterbacks to to invest in the weapons because you don't have to pay the quarterback yet. Because once you have to pay the quarterback, it's hard. It's hard. You see what happened with Patrick Mahomes, right? I know. Now you have to pay the quarterback. Now there's no more money for everyone else. You have to start making these decisions. Same thing with the Packers. They they, they can't pay anybody because Aaron Rodgers. And that's what happens with all these teams. Speaking of the Chiefs, I just saw that Ronald Jones is going to the Chiefs on a one-year deal. That's Jim. Okay. Yeah. Garbage boy. Went to an irrelevant uh, college program. That's besides the point. All right. So, uh... That's all I really had on football. We, we had Oh, well, the only thing I wanted to bring up. Yes. Cooper Cup makes $48 million on a three-year deal. He's the 13th highest paid receiver in the league. How crazy is that? It's insane. With all the money these receivers are making and Cooper Cup, oh, who yeah. is the best probably receiver in the league, is the 13th highest paid. It's insane, but it also makes sense because if you look at the stats outside of this year, like, he's not... No, he absolutely blew up this year. Absolutely. No, yeah, he blew up he this nuts. year. Like, he, outside of that, he's like a 1,000-yard receiver and like... So no, he was. The, I mean, again, he like, was the thirteenth best receiver probably in the league. Like paid what he was worth, and then this year, it yeah, just and went then this nuts. year it happens. And then everyone got paid either last year or this offseason the receivers, and he's just sitting there like probably licking his chops, waiting for next year. Yeah, he's definitely licking his chops because, and it's uh, it's the right thing to do though because if he goes out and balls out again, even at like a fraction of what he did last year, I mean, he had sixteen touchdowns last year. If he goes out and has ten touchdowns and like thirteen hundred yards this year, he's gonna get. He might end up being the highest paid he will. wide receiver. Oh, he's going to be the highest paid. Barring him getting hurt this year, I <clears> think like he'll— like going out and just having a dud He'll season. be the next—I mean, it, it just, it's just the way it works, right? That whoever's the next yeah, free next agent is the next highest paid. paid. Right. And I, and but I think he's guy. doing the right thing by not saying, like, let's work on this extension now. Oh, no. I want to get paid where, you know, you have, like—I think I brought it up another week where Julio Jones was literally got signed with Atlanta as the highest paid— wide receiver in the league and then like two years later into that contract other people had gotten bigger contracts and he's like we're gonna have to renegotiate so that i'm the highest paid wide receiver again in the middle of a contract that's just not a good look i no. think he's definitely doing the right thing hanging back and uh yeah. his time will come for sure all right a very light week in nfl news to be 100 percent honest we had the blitz last week so yeah Things kind of settled in this week. Um, Rhett is a Bucks fan, as he mentioned, actually. So I would like to get... Uh, what was your first reaction when uh, when the news broke that Brady was coming out of retirement 40 days after announcing? Dude, I went nuts. So I was watching the, you know, Selection Sunday, looking, looking to see, you know, how the bracket was unfolding. And then all of a sudden, uh, I get the notification on my phone that <laughs> Tom Brady's unretiring. And I, I, I like... I mean, I was ecstatic. Like, are you kidding me? We we're gonna go from an ir- we we're gonna be irrelevant again, or waiting to see what you know crazy package we were gonna try to trade for Russell Wilson or for you know Deshaun Watson or whatever. Malik to Willis. Bra- yes, or get Malik yeah. Willis. Did you have any interest in bringing in Jameis Winston back home? A hundred percent. I yes. love Jameis. Are you kidding me? I also love Jameis. I was justifying. Dude, Jameis is my guy. I love him. He's uh, I, terrible uh, for the Bucks. Yeah. I mean, he has so many turnovers and whatever, but I, I just love him. Yeah. I, I honestly love him. Uh, I was Who's t- tossed that thing? Jim knows. Uh, I was, t- I was talking to my uh, father-in-law the other day, and I was like, after the Steelers had signed Trubisky, I was like, oh, are you happy with it? He's like, yeah, I guess. I was like, I, I thought that they were going to go after uh, Jameis Winston. He goes, fuck Jameis Winston. He sucks. I go, 
I love a guy that will throw 35 touchdowns. He doesn't and give a fucks. He just doesn't I love give a fuck. It. He doesn't give. Uh, he's it's that Brett Favre energy. It's exactly. Yeah, it's I a Brett Favre energy. He would never. He, he's never. He would never win a championship no, because how bad him. his decision making is. But he's excited. Yeah, I love a quarterback that's not afraid. Yeah, exactly. Because sometimes I look at two and I'm like, you don't. That's the definition of a scared quarterback. Yeah, you don't. You don't. No, and the, and the other thing too is like to work. we had so many guys that we signed to you know three or four year deals or last year signed a couple year deals and they're older guys where it's like the Bucks are win now. Mm-hmm. So when Brady was retiring and not coming back, it's like, well, we're kind of fucked now. Mm-hmm. We're like, it's win now. We need a quarterback that can help us win now. So him yeah. coming back is, is huge. So, like, are you at peace with uh, this year's probably the last kick at the can for a little while? Yeah. And, it, I mean, you're, that divi- the division around you is atrocious. It's atrocious. So mm-hmm. you should be able to cakewalk yeah. to the playoffs. No, they, yeah, absolutely. No, yeah. They, they should make it to the playoffs. And then, you know, you never know what's going to happen in the playoffs, but – yeah. yeah, no, I'm good with it. And then if he wants to retire or we want to trade him to the Dolphins next year and we'll take their two first-round picks, love it. No, nope, he's it. a free agent next year, love so we will, uh, <clears throat> we will just sign him. All right, then we'll sign him to an extension, and then, and then we'll trade, trade him for, for, the those, first, two for those two picks. That's right. All right. All right, moving on. Uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams has made an exception to the private sector vaccine mandate in the city for athletes. Starting Sunday, Kyrie will be able to play at the Barclays Center, and both Yankees and Mets full rosters will be eligible for the start of the season. COVID's not a thing anymore. It's a bad look I think, on the mayor. Uh, I think it's bullshit like, for people like us who like could lose our jobs for not getting the vaccine. But like, you know, since Kyrie doesn't, isn't vaccinated, like, I'm happy for him, you know, like for that, for what he did. But it's bullshit for the people. And I'm uh, yeah, it's not riots. It's Wait, definitely... what do you mean you're happy for him for what he did? What did he do? You know, for making like Oh, for a being stand. a voice for the voiceless? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like you're standing up, you know, some you're, people are happy that he stuck to his convictions and uh waited it out. Yeah. I as mean, a millionaire. Every, so if he's a voice for the voiceless, then all those people that lost their jobs and are now don't have jobs, he shouldn't go play now. Yeah. Oh, that that course. would be his but voice like, you know, for the voiceless, right? Or is he just a fraud? Because but, now he'll go back and play. No, he he's a fraud. Thank but like he's just saying he made his own stand. He's a fraud. And you know, it's just crazy how like they just cater to the athletes like that. Well, I mean, so I don't. Uh, think I don't it, know if that was the case. I think it was the baseball season was about to start, and no one <clears> thought <throat> that baseball was a part of that mandate because it's an outdoor sport. And as De Blasio was on his way out of office, he made an amendment to that executive order or whatever exactly it is, where like all sports fell under it. Yeah. So it didn't matter if they were inside or outside. And between the Yankees and the Mets. The two owners combined are worth north of $20 billion. So I think yeah. that they had a lot to say about, you know. Because I, I, I do agree a little bit that, like, tourism and hospitality in the areas of Yankee Stadium and City Field will take a hit. If, like, like let's say Aaron Judge and Jacob deGrom aren't vaccinated. And they aren't. They are not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm saying they aren't. No, yeah. And I spoke to both of them personally. I know they are. Yes. And then they uh, – and you're traveling to the city – on vacation, you're from the middle of nowhere, Kansas, somewhere. I apologize, Kansas. And they're like, "Oh, you know, I was gonna go to a Yankee game, but Dude, don't Aaron Judge isn't playing, back. so I'm not gonna go to Yankee Stadium now." And that affects the places in the immediate area that would make money off that tourism and whatnot. So I do get where he's making this decision, and I think that if it were him that were to make the original executive order, he would have not done it that way. And he kind of just has to backtrack with what the order is. You know, he inherited it. 
but it is a bad look. No, it's I a mean, bad look for him. It's he, a bad, bad look. It was stupid. The, the timeline of it, too, didn't help. The fact that, like, a week ago, or two weeks ago, whenever it was, that it got brought up again and he kept saying, like, we're not going to do it. But then Kyrie was going to the Barclays Center to watch games without a mask on, mm-hmm. and that was happening. And he was and sitting a, behind the bench. Sitting behind the bench. And then two weeks later, now all of a sudden it gets changed. It makes it look like the athletes pressured him into doing it. I'm not even sure that's really the reason why. Yeah. I think he finally just sat down and was like, this doesn't make any sense yeah. that opposing players can come in here unvaccinated and play and somehow we're not letting them play. Like, this is just silly. Let's, like, get rid of this. Yeah. It's just the timeline, I think, of it Especially all. on top of everything, too. Like, so many places and are, are just rolling back mandates. Right. So yeah. it's it's an appro- it seems like an appropriate time to – Except to for China, it. which is on a full-on lockdown again, apparently. Yes. Well, because, like, someone Cause they're at thought zero. they got fucking they're yeah, at, Well, they know. Someone ate the bat soup again, and now they have another, another strain. They no, got to stop eating bat soup. I think it's a zero COVID policy or 100% vaccine policy, whatever yeah. the two yeah. is. So like any time they get like above, gotta like love communism. A certain percentage, they're like, "Fuck it, close it back." Yeah, down. and I think it's like zero percent. Once they yeah. get above, it's like <laughs> shut it all down. You can have a higher blood alcohol content and drive yes. than China can have COVID positive in their entire population. Yes, but uh, no, it's true though. Yeah, mandates are getting lifted everywhere, so it's I, just, it was silly. I also look at it as, a little bit as I do feel bad for him because again, he inherited this. This mandate, for the mayor we're talking about, right? Yes, the mayor. Nobody I, feels bad for Kyrie. I don't feel bad for Kyrie okay, he's a fraud. for a second because <clears throat> whatever, you made your decision, live with your decision. Oh, of course. That's fine. That's your decision. I don't, I, you don't need me teammate. to feel bad for you. He's a bad teammate. Yeah. That's my next He, he was a bad a teammate bad before teammate. this shit happened. He's bad a bad teammate now. Teammate. He was a bad teammate in Boston. He, he was a bad teammate towards the end of time in Cleveland. Uh, he has a track record. It, this Him he's being a, a bad he's teammate a, he's has He's an individual. I do feel bad for Eric Adams a little bit because, again – He's probably saying, well, we're going to keep it, you know, we're not going to make any exceptions for athletes because in the back of his mind, he does know that it's a bad look that, you know, first responders and all these people, 1,500 people lost their jobs in New York City because they wouldn't get vaccinated. And then two months later, they make an exception for professional athletes. Right. It's a bad look. Yeah. Because now those jobs are filled. Those people aren't going to automatically get, all of a sudden get their jobs back. No, they're not. You know, it, it. Do they open themselves up to some type of lawsuit? I, I think they might try or something. Some I don't think that's happened. Not I don't know what gra- right. What grounds do you stand yeah. on? That's your choice. Yeah, and, and that's and that was always the thing, right? Like, I don't want to make this political, but like, <laughs> this is not you a political chose. Podcast. Yeah, you chose not to get vaccinated, and those are the consequences, and, and that was it. Yeah, and if you're cool with it, and that's, that's fine. Cool. Right? Exactly. Whatever. Go for it. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. So moving on, we have a uh, U.S. Official. Oh, by the way, is this podcast a children's show? No. Okay, so I don't have to worry about cursing. Because I already yes. said fuck once. You can no, curse. We, we okay. curse all the fucking time. So I actually, the first time we posted an episode, I didn't check off explicit content in the one box, and we posted the episode, and within like five minutes, Apple was like, no, 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 you can't post this. You yeah, because some, some kindergarten teacher somewhere was about to share that with their kids to listen as the homework assignment, and you know, if that's not checked off, you're fucked. So shout out to our one Russian listener. Still hope that you're part of the resistance. You're... Uh, U.S. officials are finally able to meet with Brittany Griner as she faces five years in a Maybe Russian labor camp. Maybe it's Brittany Griner that's listening to our show. Maybe they, they let her consume. I don't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe she is. Wait, but that would mean like our show is accepted in, in Russia media? That's probably <laughs> yeah. not That's probably not a good thing for your show. <laughs> to yeah, be, I know. To be one of the only three podcasts in Russia that, that are still allowed to be played. <laughs> I'm not sure that's something to be happy about. <laughs> yeah, we've, we fall into Kremlin-owned media. Yeah. <laughs> the oligarchs are all over the FNP. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, 
Yeah, the Brittany Griner story, if you don't know it, is uh, she was going through airport security in Russia, and they found a... Do, do we know why like she was pen. in Russia? She plays in Russia in the offseason. Oh, okay. I didn't know that Russia had a women's basketball league. Well, that's what happens when the WNBA, uh, you make $35,000 a year playing in there, and you're the best player as yeah. Brittany Griner, yeah. so I think you have to get a summer job, i.e. go play in Russia. <laughs> yeah, you're moonlighting. In yeah, imagine... Yeah. <laughs> Imagine you're a professional athlete and times are so hard that you've got to go to Russia. Right? Just How sad is that for women's sports? That's or just shame. trying to make ends meet and, you know, I had to go to Russia. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Go ahead. Yeah, it's a wild story. i got to be honest. I, I think it's... Yeah, I definitely think it's wild that there's this much being made about her having a weed pen in her luggage. But again... Maybe just check the local laws when you go to other countries. Yeah, I think it's definitely her own fault about that. It, yeah. Obviously, you know, we look at it from our perspective, and it's like that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like to be and to be held there for as long as she has been. Oh yeah, she was there for like a month days. before anyone knew. Like yeah. that was even a thing. And like it's crazy now she might face face up to was it five years, five in, years prison? in a Russian labor camp. I mean, I really hope that that doesn't end up happening. Obviously, that but that's like that's just wild, right? Yeah, you do kind of go freedom, huh? Yeah, you, know you what I mean? definitely go USA. You definitely feel a little bad for her because, like, this is definitely an overblown situation. But at the same time, I look at it a little bit like it's Russia. Did you think that they were going to have laxed laws on anything that's illegal? I mean, and they really have nothing else to focus on right now, like the whole country of Russia at this time, other than just Brittany Griner's situation. So it makes sense that that's where they're spending all their time and resources right now in the world. Yeah, It's just worrying about what Brittany Griner's situation is. But Uh, apparently I I read an article that, uh, like— WM, WNBA players aren't supposed to like make a fuss about this because then they think that Russia will use it as like a pawn in like a, a game about how like you know the USA is trying to make us do this kind of thing and then use it as like a political like ploy. So they yeah, said to like keep it quiet or whatever. Definitely has to maneuver yes. very carefully with this kind of situation, yeah. especially the nature of everything going on. Yeah, it reeks a lot like the uh, situation with the NBA in China right. when uh, they made LeBron like. Well, right, you don't know how many sponsorships there are from companies over there yeah. that they're like, yeah, we can't oh. say anything about this because, yeah, you know, listen. we're making millions of dollars off of their yeah, partnerships we get it. with you, Russian you companies. We think that what's right and what's wrong, and we think it's admirable, but shut the fuck up yeah. about it. Like, it's all about the bottom line. Don't yeah. don't hurt the bottom line. Yes. <laughs> we're getting paid, so. Yeah. And you have revenue sharing, so you're getting paid from them, too. Yeah, exactly. I'll actually bump this up in the lineup, then. Speaking of women's sports, <laughs> there's a big hubbub right now. This might be the biggest story in the country, to be 100% honest with you. So, transgendered University of Pennsylvania swimmer Leah Thompson wins the women's national title for the 500 freestyle, and the entire world is melting down about transgender athletes in sports. I'd really like to hear everyone's opinion on this. I want to recuse myself and from remember this we are able to edit the show. Let's go. Was there and did they interview like any of the competitors that she went up against? Like, is there any quotes from any of them? Like how they feel like losing to her? I haven't seen it, but I, I can't did see imagine. a video after her winning where she goes and like does like the handshake with like the people in the lanes next to her, and like the girl shook shook her hand. So you know, because <laughs> yeah, I, I think the sportsmanship. Me- I think the media maybe blowing it up more so than like. That's why I want to know what, like, her competitors are saying. Because, like, that, that's obviously the ones that they're being affected first, not the fucking people that are clutching their pearls in the media. Right. And how they're making out to be. So, it, it depends. If 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 her competitors are, like, they're, like, encouraging her and okay with everything. But, like, if they, like, start coming out. and like, I'll be say, honest. I would hope that they are yeah, same her and not, like, pissed off about it. I mean, I don't know. I mean, uh, uh, reading an ESPN Let article. Let the girl like, swim. She's still, like, Katie Ledecky still, like, is, like, ten seconds faster than her. So, it's, like... 
how much of a competitive advantage does she really have? Obviously, I mean, I'm, I'm sure it would be easier for her to get to the top of the top compared to like the rest of the competitors in the field, but still 10 seconds off of a... Off or, the world record is, is, is a lot of time. That's a lot of time. Yeah, that's a lot. So the, to go a little deeper in the story, when... I don't know what his name was as a male prior to transitioning. Michael Phelps. Oh, transitioning. I thought you meant male swimmers. Sorry, no, no, no. Uh, I mean, it could have been. <laughs> but, he transitioned uh, from woman to male and just became the greatest swimmer of all time. Imagine. And no one's complaining about that. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's part of my argument for like why I'm kind of like don't care that it's a story. Not that I don't care, but like... Don't care. Michael Phelps is like quadruple jointed in his shoulders and his back and has webbed yeah, have fucking Have you guys seen feet. him like when he does the stretch where he slaps his hands yeah. like four times around He's his got body. webbed feet and webbed hands and produces more lactic acid than anyone else in the he's history got, of the like, world. Genetics. Yeah, like he's a genetic freak. Fits. Like yeah. no one comp- complains when like he has genetic advantages, but like right. I also get that he was born with those genetic advantages. Yeah. My whole thing is, you know, when when she was swimming as a male, she was 500 uh, nationally ranked and jumps to like top three in the world after transitioning to a female, which leads me to believe that we only care about women's sports when there's a controversy involved. Like, yeah. Did anyone care about women's? Sw- Can you tell me anything else about women's swimming besides the one nope. week that it's on during the Olympics? Nope. Every four years? Nope. I, mean, I didn't even watch the Olympics this year. He said Katie Michael Ledecky. I don't know if she's st- is she still active swimmer. I think she is. I think she, she swam in this 50. Olympics. I don't know anything. I think she swam in this Olympics. Oh, okay. Yeah. But she's definitely old. Yeah, I'm reading I mean, here. she's like uh, almost 40. I mean, you can tell when that girl takes the podium. What? That she's the built? Like a thoroughbred? I mean, dude, no, yeah. dude. Like, if you look at some look, of she's the... an animal. She's bigger than like, us. Dude, she's bigger than all of us. Oh, she'll talk on me. 35? Why I think she was old. All right, she's been in like two Olympics. <laughs> well, he, dude, if you look at Kato Decky, she's fucking boulder shoulders. Like the girl is fucking huge too. Yeah, that's what it takes to be an elite swimmer. I just, yeah, I, I think that I think it's an argument for people. Do you think that, there would be a sport that she could have played where it wouldn't be a controversy, or you think it's just be, like because it's swimming and she was you know went from so bad at swimming? Like, what if she was a basketball player and then went into like you know women's college basketball and was the best player on the like do you think it would still be the, the same I kind think of it argument? I would be more mad. Think. I, I was wondering just because it's like such an individual sport versus like a team sport. I think that as an individual sport yeah it's, it's probably more scrutinized yeah, I mean, as an individual thing because it's like of course as one person you could be the best you have these advantages. Right. But they have to take she has to take testosterone tests prior to all of her events and has to test under a certain threshold Otherwise, she's not able to compete. Yeah. I just think it's a certain subsection of the, the population likes to complain about things that they deem weird, and this is just another thing on the on yeah. the docket for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it seems it could be like primarily like based in religion and like how they don't think certain ways, and that's where their arguments stem from. Yeah. For yeah. sure. I say let her swim. She's Same. a beast. Let her Let's swim. Let's go. Dominate. I mean, if I was at the number two person, I'll be furious. Why? I, mean, I, was, I was reading. I'm be reading better. Here. Be you better. Know my argument to that is: be there's better. no money in fucking professional swimming anyway. So what? We're go finish your degree, please, and get a real job. I mean, you can get a couple sponsorships, but other than that, it's like well, don't for what? I mean, what speedo? What are they going to give you? Speedo, Nike. It depends. Like, it All right. Depends. Well, they she can, they can get they can both get sponsored for speedo. Speedo. One's going to wear a, a a bikini, and the other one's going to wear a one piece. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of quotes here from other competitors, not in the same race as her, but just saying, like, any hate is unnecessary. What she's doing means the world. She's a symbol of resilience. So Someone compared like her to Jackie people... Robinson. I thought that was a little over the top. 
Yes, but I get it. I mean, there's I, parallels. I get the that she, Right, like, that she's doing something new and breaking the barrier, so to speak. It's just a different type of barrier. Yeah. That's all. But it, it, it's a similar concept, but yes, yeah. a little bit different uh, of a concept uh, or an idea. But I would definitely call one that a little bit hyperbolic. Yeah. Like, there are parallels, though. The moral of the story is just don't be a woman, right? Like, yeah. if you're... If you're a biological woman, you're kind of getting shafted on this, no doubt about it, right? Like, unless you want to transition- play. No, if you're a woman and you want to do sports, play tennis, because women's tennis makes the same as men's tennis, and they don't play as many sets in majors. Oh, nice. So they only play best of threes, and men's play best of five. Yet they get paid the same. So I have a, a be, be a woman's tennis player. If you're a, a male, the transition to female, you've been a woman for about five minutes, and they're already coming for your head. So the moral of the story is just. Try your hardest not to be a woman because people will find a reason to get mad at you. Even among other women because, like, right here there is – for the last part of it, it's Concerned Women of America announced Thursday the organization filed a title. Wait, there's a group called Concerned Women (laughs) of America? (laughs) (laughs) Filed a Title IX complaint against University of Pennsylvania. The Concerned Women of America contends that Penn is violating Title IX by allowing Thompson to compete on a woman's team. The future of women's sports is at risk, and the equal rights of female athletes are being infringed. I, mean, I think that's true because there's gonna I mean, be a lot of those guys that want to convert. If no, have, man. No, if you have on, to, man. If, we're not. What do you think these these guys are are want to, like they're men, but they just want to convert to women just to dominate in sports? Yeah, I this like person this, uh, is a woman trapped in a man's body that identifies as a woman and wants to convert because that's who this person identifies as. I don't think she's doing it as a ploy just to dominate women's college swimming. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like that. there'd be way better sports to, to try also, to... Also, I didn't know that you had a test under a certain threshold for testosterone, so that even makes it... Even I didn't know like that either. That's that a, that yeah. makes it even less of a, a competitive right, advantage. That would have been my next question. Like, At what point have you decided that this person has transitioned and now is a woman? Yeah. But I guess if you're doing testosterone... Yeah. Levels, I don't know what their threshold is and how they come up with that number. Sure. But I couldn't tell you how you can measure testosterone. It's going to be like an ever kind of changing kind of progression of like what their limits are going to be, I assume, because this is obviously something that's new Yo, that's happening. Gender is fluid, man. Gender so. is fluid. Yes. Yes. And these people, you know, they've been hiding for thousands of years and not being accepted by society. And now that they're a little bit more accepted by society, people are losing their minds. Yep. Let them lose it. I don't care. Same. Let her swim. Let her swim. Shit. Let her Again. swim. Uh, Swimming sucks, man. It's so hard, dude. It's yeah. such a hard workout. It's exhausting. I lifeguarded for a bunch of years. We should that, um, bring Miss Villardo over here. It's exhausting. <laughs> it's exhausting. Dude, Miss Villardo, that's right. She's a legend. Absolute legend. Young man. That was always her. Young man. She was nuts. And she had that, that uh, like teacher aide with her. You guys know what I'm talking I think about? she was a life partner. Yeah, definitely a life partner. Which is cool. Absolutely. Good for them. It's a sweet gig. You get to work with your significant other. Yeah. I worked my significant over for a little while. Then she left me for a lot more money. Good that's for good her. Though. Yeah. The job's mostly much better for her. And now she's my sugar mama. So that's what's up. It all works out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The NBA season's coming to a close in about two weeks. And we have the playoffs coming up. So this is going to be Randy and Rhett's uh, bread and butter. Bread and butter. Tell us what's going on. Yeah, I just want to. I want to hear you go. Just go at it. I need. I need Randy to get riled. I mean, up we're here. not like. Are so the my, Celtics for real? So, so my first question <laughs> that I had written in the notes, and Randy didn't read the notes. Uh, <laughs> first question I had the notes is: Are the Celtics actually good? Uh, I think they're very good, but then again, you're, like the East is actually. 
better than the West this year. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. And it's he's just tough. You got you got the Miami Heat. I don't know what the record is right now, but I know forty seven and twenty seven. I think they're first in the East. They're first in the East, they but are. then everyone else is forty six, you know, like the top the four first. are close. Yeah. The top four six, are top six. One game. Well difference. top four is it was split by one game. Boston I mean, is forty six and twenty eight, Milwaukee and the Sixers are both forty six and twenty seven, and Miami is forty seven and twenty seven. Like Miami is kind of looking terrible right now. Like they're kind they of did like just lost to the Knicks. Yeah, Knicks so. tape. Um, like, damn, that's teams, as bad as it gets. The only teams that I Bing think, bong. The only teams I think that can beat us like right now, like is Philly or, or Milwaukee. Anyone else? Like, so not the Nets. Nets. No. Wow. No. Wrong. No, I, don't, I, I think. I think it's a bad take. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I got the I got the Celtics right now as the fifth best team in the East. All right, that's, that, that's fair. I got it at well, not in this particular order, but I think the Bucks, Heat, Nets, and Sixers are all better than the Celtics. Yeah, I could definitely see. I, th- I mean, obviously, if Kyrie plays the entire season, there's no way that the Nets are sitting in eighth right now. No, there's just no conceivable way. No. And Kevin would, Durant wasn't hurt for you know out for fifteen. But they would win. They'll, they'll probably be in the same conversation within the first top six six seasons. No, the I think the Nets season. are the best team in the East with Kyrie for a full season and with the Bucks. I honestly, so I think the Bucks are the best team in the East. I think the Nets are the second best team in the East, and it's everyone else can compete against those two. I think the Heat, Sixers, and Celtics are all in that second tier, and I think can compete with the Bucks and the Nets. But I just think the Bucks and the Nets are by far the best. So when is the first two. game that Kyrie can play in? Sunday. 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 But they have a lot of road games to finish out their season. I think yeah, they, they have, have like seven, to six, eight games. Uh, seven, or yeah, whatever it is. Or, or, or whenever or I right. heard it, they may have played seven. <laughs> so when I had heard it, it was seven of the last eight were on the road anyway. Yeah. The only problem that the Nets could run into, potentially, is if they have to play Toronto for a play-in game in Toronto. So they need to work on jumping Toronto to secure a home game against them in that situation because Kyrie would not be able to play in games in Toronto still. Right. Because of Canada's mandate. It's really going to be interesting with them as, like, the 7-8 seed, like, whatever it is. Because, Mm -hmm. like, let's say they lose that game to Toronto and then win the next playing game and they become the 8th seed. Then they have to play either the Bucks or the Heat in the first round. Like, but again, like that's kind of crazy. But yeah, and it's like honestly, I think as no, as I'm saying it's seat, crazier for a team than the right. Heat, it's crazy. Like I, feel, like, it's like I feel bad for like the Bucks <laughs> or like the I, Heat. Yeah. Like you do all that work and now you have to play the Nets in the first round. Mm-hmm. Like that sucks because <laughs> like they're that good. Do you think Ben Simmons plays at all this year? I don't know. It's such a weird situation with him. Because, like, I mean, it's a back thing. And with the back, you just, like, never, never know. know. Even if he comes back, you don't know if it's going to be sustainable. I mean, he hasn't played basketball in a year. a year at this point. So, even if he comes back, like, well, he's not obviously in game shape. So, he's just going to come back for the playoffs and then just be able to sustain, you know, a playoff run with, with having a bad back. Right. So, I don't know. It's, in- it's interesting. Because I think if he was healthy, like, he adds – like a great, like I think he's a great complimentary player to like Durant and Kyrie because he doesn't need to be ball dominant, but like and is a much more effective <clears throat> defender than the two of them. Right, and as I was gonna say, and his defense is yeah. is huge. So, so it's it's interesting. But, Do you uh, think that they're better without him? As far as like, if he were to come back, he's such a question mark. Or do you think? That no, I think they. With I mean, there, it's it's impossible to say. I, mean, I think they would be better. Do you with think him. they would be better? Even yes, if they played him with limited would. minutes, like I mean, if they were like, you're going to come back. We don't know where you are, but you're going to get 15 minutes a game. Yes, and that better. that 15 minutes with him on the floor, they're better. I think so because their ro- their role players that they have, like 
it's not like he's replacing someone that like you need to have on the floor. Yeah. Like there are, I mean, there are other guys that some of their role players they have are good, but it's not like it's any guys that like you absolutely need on the floor that he's taking minutes away from. That's that's going to hurt the Nets. Although a big loss for the Nets is Joe Harris is out for the year, and he's like a huge three and D guy for them, and he's he's out for the rest of the year too, which is a big loss for them. I mean, I don't know if you guys are aware because uh, I'm not, but uh, uh, Seth Curry has an ankle injury. Uh, do we know if there's any timeline on that? Or it runs uh, to the family, right? I don't think it's too severe, but the Currys have the worst ankles in basketball. Yes, they should get. Sure. All, I mean, all their foot from I, ankle stabilizer. Steph's not out with an ankle right now. It's just a foot, right? Yeah. yeah. So the Celtics are the ones that hurt him. What do you think about that, Marcus Smart? Did you see the play? I did see the. You play. You think it was a dirty player? No, no, it was uh your play. If you're gonna, if I was a player for the Celtics, I'm playing the Golden State. I'm treating it as a playoff game. So Marcus Smart, did, I think. I mean, I think it was a basketball. I'm with you. I think it was a basketball, basketball play. play. I think Steph is. That's what he and, gets for not diving on the floor for the basketball. And Marcus Smart, I think, is a great defensive player, and that's he how he was playing. Big Twelve. So you know, I mean, it sucks. I love Steph Curry, but um, that's a tough injury for them because if they're healthy, the Warriors are. Uh, they can easily win the ship, but that's the thing too. Is like they can't I, mean, stay I think the like like say for the Lakers, even like these guys, um, Brooklyn being the eighth seed, like just because they're really not an eighth seed. No, they're like, not. Same, they, LeBron, LeBron could make the eighth seed depending on how good his team is. They could always make it to the to them. Based so on that, that yeah, that's, that's the other thing. If we want to talk about the West, I mean, uh, we're, I'm going to do the East first, and then we'll jump in. Okay, so stay, staying with the East, like the thing about the Celtics is obviously they're playing good basketball now, and they're a really good defensive team. But in the playoffs, you need superstars to win. Yeah, you and have to have the someone Celtics, that can take over a game. Listen, I know Jason Tatum is good. He's not a superstar. But I will say that if you look at the top 20 scorers in the league, they're the only team with two guys in top 20. I know, but that doesn't... I understand. I'm, I'm yes. just throwing the stats. I just yeah. don't think they're strong. Just the having yeah, just having top scorers isn't what's going to win you in the no, postseason. No, yeah, someone they that need can a, actually need take a over the game. Like what Jimmy superstar. Butler did when the Heat was in the finals two years ago. Right. Like, And even that wasn't obviously wasn't enough to win a championship. No, no, but what, that's the kind of guy that you're talking about when when there's no one else around that can right so look, the teams that i have ranked ahead of him right so the bucks obviously have Giannis as a superstar the heat have jimmy butler as a superstar the nets obviously have Kyrie and kd are both superstars and the sixers have have Embiid as a superstar and and harden, harden but he comes harden up small in the playoffs like i don't trust the sixers in the playoffs because harden never yeah. comes up big in playoff yeah. moments i mean but Embiid is a superstar if i'm a sixers fan though i definitely feel better going into it with Embiid and harden than i did oh anytime going into it with Embiid yeah. and uh simmons what's crazy too is i mean if you think back to you know, when Kawhi hit that shot against them with the raptors like mm-hmm. they were that close to making the finals that year yeah with that group and then if they did make the finals they like i think won. right and everything would have changed and been totally different. So yeah, it is, it is he never would have left. They right, because that was the year with that. the Warriors where Clay Thompson and, and Curry got. I mean, and um, KD got hurt, so the Sixers probably would have won mm-hmm. that Finals mm-hmm. too. I mean, obviously you don't know if KD still would have got hurt or whatever, but yeah, they would have won the ship, and then it would be a totally different landscape. It's just interesting how stuff like that happens. Another question I have was uh, obviously the Bulls were trash. They were they no, were, they were good. They were very very trash good at the beginning now. of the year, I don't but trust I. Them. I I mean, do you look at DeMar DeRozan as a superstar level? No. Like someone that can take over the game in the no. same way? He's a star. He's not a superstar. Okay. Never has Cleveland been. is a pre- pleasant surprise, obviously. Like, yep. it's cool to see a team that, you know, when LeBron, the two times that LeBron has left them, they've left, he, they've been left with virtually nothing. And the first time he left, they weren't able to recover until he came back. Yeah. And now that he left the second time, like, it's cool to see what life in Cleveland is like now that the LeBron James 
story arc is completely over because there's no scenario where LeBron goes back there, right? Unless that's where Bronny gets drafted and then he goes Yeah, so there. I was going to say, don't say there's no scenario because you already know the way the ping pong balls fall. Yeah. That first of all, it's not a random ping pong ball selection and obviously someone pulls those strings and decides and, who gets what picks. Yes, because the Cleveland Cavaliers love putting that special needs boy out there exactly. to, to yep. make picks. Yep. No, Dan Gilbert's son. Yeah, Stan Gilbert's son. Yeah, with the giant glasses on, uh, and yeah, he he decides when they get the number one overall pick. But Bronny's not that good, so he he's, he's not going to be that high of a draft. Yeah. Pick. Well, uh, I mean that's a. But big... again, the, so if the Cavs are in this trajectory and they have like let's say like a twenty twentieth overall pick, you and that's where Bronny goes. Do you take him because you know that LeBron? So that becomes a situation, right? Yeah. It's like you're drafting thing, like... Bronny, knowing that you're also then taking a forty year old LeBron James. And do you think that that's, that's a nice it? package, oh, though? Of course it right? is. Right? Because Le- you know LeBron's not going to demand big money because he- if he's in it just to do that, he's got to make what he's doing wor- work with the salary cap, right? <clears throat> yeah. So. No, it's not like you're going to have to pay a bunch of th- money for him. Well, do you think that Bronny gets drafted higher than he should yes. because of LeBron's attack? That rumor? Yes. Yes. 100%. I mean, everything in the NBA is based on potential. Yeah, it's so all about raw talent. You, you, know, you never get drafted off of how good you are. It's all it's how good you could be. Unless, of course, you're the Knicks who draft Obi Toppin, who was only based off of how good he was in college and he was going up against little boys in the A-10, and then he's garbage. <laughs> well, I mean, the Knicks also looked at Julius Randle and we thought that he was the savior. That's right. So, and now he, he doesn't have the head for New York media. And they also drafted Frank Nielakina before Donovan. Well, Mitchell. stop. That I mean, that was... Uh, that's your boy. That was Phil Jackson. That's your boy. And then what? He like uh, retired like two days after the draft. <laughs> <laughs> I think like, he was went there to sabotage them. Honestly, part of, part of his severance <laughs> package was getting to make. Dude, really they were sabotage. like he made such bad. Like he, Derek Fisher was his coach hire. Like never coached before. He, he wanted that. <laughs> He wanted to pick up Lamar Odom. Was his first free agency <laughs> pick. Who was on crack? Was on crack. <laughs> That's such a good soundbite. But, yeah, I mean, the Knicks are a whole different story. They're so dysfunctional. Yeah, the Knicks are – it's crazy to look at the Knicks where they were a year ago playing Atlanta uh, and obviously losing it to Atlanta in that first playoff Fuck series. Trey Young. Which is – Fuck which, Tom Brady. You owe me bread, right? Fuck yeah, I mean, <laughs> Tom Brady. Yo, we Tom spoke on that Boston back tonight. Where my bread at? You think Randy looked at me in AC last week and said, yo, the Knicks are smoking that Boston pack opening night, right? Yes. <laughs> Dude, it's, it is crazy, though, to your point, like – how it quickly like it was things so, yeah. turned. People were in love with Leon Rose and in yeah. love with Tom Thibodeau and what the Knicks were doing, and now they hate all of them. And everyone loved Julius Randle, and now everyone wants Julius Randle out. Yeah, so. I just crazy. don't think that Julius Randle's contract is helps them in any way. It doesn't. Like, it's a bad yeah. contract because he's he never was a number one, though. No. He was a number one for what they had at the time. But his contract isn't like a, a number not, one money. It's not a number one it's money. Like, he's like making like 20 mil a year, I think. In yeah, deal, but... Which is nothing. It was, it was just crazy. But in the landscape... Evan Fournier, like, I think, is getting paid the same amount, by the way. But, uh, <laughs> who is... He signed it. I think he gets paid only plays a year. good against Boston. Yeah. Like, he is non-existent, and then he'll hit like seven three-pointers anytime they what play the Celtics. He's garbage. He's a great role player. He cannot be asked he to do anything more. Yeah. No, he can't be right. He can't be your starting yeah, line. He, can, he, he plays. He needs to play twenty minutes a game. Hit like three threes. He's like a James Posey. Randos. They. Uh, I. I definitely. I just don't think it's a good contract because what they need to do is attract superstars or hit in the draft. What superstar is going to go in there? Exactly. Oh, that's, just well, tell that's me. what I'm saying. Like you need. To, How do you attract a superstar? I mean, even if we get anyone good, they fucking flop anyway. Kemba's been a well, trash. I mean, you took Kemba. We took Kemba on with. An, it, there was no money involved in that, really. 
that yeah. was that was dirt cheap. Yeah, that 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 deal doesn't matter, and that's not like you're getting like you're attracting a, a, a no top yeah. flight free agent. No one cared, really cared about. Him. I mean, he was a superstar in Charlotte. I think that's it. I don't think Campbell was never was a superstar. It. He was a star uh, for a, for a couple of years. He was never a superstar. Yeah, and then he got hurt, and he never. A superstar was is like a top though. is the top fifteen player in the league, mm-hmm. and he was never even close to that. No, yeah, no no star wants to go to the Knicks. No, why would you? And they make that argument a lot on different shows, and you know. It used to be that New York was a destination because when you wanted the bright lights around you and you wanted to be a major name in the sport, you went to New York because eyes were on New York. You see it in Milwaukee now. You see it with teams like the Kansas City Chiefs. It didn't matter. Oklahoma City. Yeah. Kevin Durant and Russell Wilson were household names from Oklahoma City. anywhere in the 50s. Yeah, it doesn't matter anymore. Well, the main – well, the the main – I mean, whenever a superstar – contiguous states. Yeah. It doesn't matter anymore. Like whenever a superstar goes to play in uh, Madison Garden, they're always dropping forward. Well, that's the funny thing yeah. now is it's more like superstars would rather play for other teams, go to MSG, show out, yeah, and then leave and not have to deal with the bullshit of the Knicks, yeah. but still get all the stuff because everyone there is obviously there to watch you, yeah. And then the superstars know that, so they're just there for their you know one or two nights a year. They can yeah. go drop forty in the Garden and then leave and and laugh about it. Yeah. It's great. It's it's tough. It is. It's tough being the Knicks fan. That's for sure. Yo, Jim, shut the fuck up back there. Yeah, garbage boys. We have a final in this Villanova game. Yeah, Villanova Justin won by Moore eight. Went down, uh, oh, I saw that he was on the bench. It's Achilles. That's what they say. Damn. Uh, just seen the guy what was the final? Forty-four, sixty. Like, no, 50, 50, 50 44, I think. Damn. And he's like their, one of their best guards, Damn. Yo, I love Nova. The man. only other Jerry. thing I really have on the East that I want to—we haven't talked about NCAA yet, right? No, no. no, no we'll okay, I'm a chill. No, yeah, we'll definitely get there. Do we? We're going to the West. We're going to get to the West. I had one more thing on the East. Do you think the Heat are imploding right now? Because that is a big story, what happened the other night on the bench with Spolster getting into a fight with Jimmy Butler. Do you think that with Jimmy Butler's past where he, he leaves places as soon as he gets unhappy, do you think that that's a scenario where he... Rand, you want to take this one? I have an opinion, but I'll let yeah, you I think first. So. No, yeah, do you think he, he's going to look to get out of there? Or do you think 100%. that this is just a... I mean, dude, Jimmy, Jimmy Butler's... No, I don't think he's a top-ten player right now, but... He said, I don't want to be a hothead people... anymore. <laughs> people think and you know, people think he's a top top ten player, and anyone's gonna. I would nobody think he's thinks Boston. So. The, the money he makes and wherever oh, he goes. Money. To, I mean, money is. Yeah, he's much he's a max makes. player. I mean, that's yeah, top ten. Tw- like, 20, 20 teams in the league have a so, forty I mean, million like, dollar a year guy. I'm not. I'm not gonna say like Boston wouldn't take any team would take him. You get me? But yeah. I understand like and he he's just always a problem sometimes. Whenever things don't go his way and shit like that, it's he does seem he, like a diva. He's a diva, and. I don't know. I don't. I think they're gonna. Depends if they play Brooklyn first round, they get knocked out. Yeah, it's all about matchups. So it's. Dude, I really think anyone that plays Brooklyn first round is getting knocked out, except for maybe the Bucks. Yeah, I mean, and, and even could, them, they could they lose. Could not, yeah. But I think anyone else who plays them is gonna is gonna lose. Listen, Jimmy Butler's a dog. I love Jimmy Butler. He he got that out of. He plays a chip on his shoulder. Oh yeah, you definitely. can't like you need guys like that. And I so I take it what happened on the Heat's bench a little bit differently. I don't think they're imploding. I just think that they have a lot of guys on their team that like it demand to play a certain type of basketball, and mm-hmm. you know when they've been having a couple of games where they're not playing that way, and then and, and you know tempos are flaring, and then things are boiling over. That kind of stuff happens, but that happens when like teams actually care about winning. And yeah. Obviously, the culture in Miami, like Eric Spoelstra, is a top three coach in the NBA, mm-hmm. and like if you see him acting that way, something happened. Right. Yeah. Something had to happen where. Yeah, and, and that kind of stuff, like, with championship teams, I think, like, I imagine that stuff happens all the time in, like, locker rooms. You just don't see it on the court yeah. all the time. So that's, like, the different part of it. 
Um, but I just think it shows that they care. I, listen, I like Jimmy Butler. I think that you need a guy like that, and I think he plays basketball the right way, and I'd love to have him on my team. Dude's a, dude's a dog, an absolute animal. I definitely agree. I, I look at it as uh, Spolstra's always been a pretty composed guy, so whatever was said on the sideline really had to be bad. Like, there was a point where, like, the clipboard was on the ground. He walked over to pick up the clipboard just so we could throw it again. Yeah. Like, I love that. Yeah. I love that. Uh, Listen, if everyone out there who's a coach, because, I, you know, I coach basketball, that clipboard, it's just, like, it's just waiting to be snapped over it, your knee at any point. It's like, made or to thrown be on the ground. Like, that's yeah. literally what it's for. Yes. Yeah. Like, it's literally, it's made to be broken, as they say. <laughs> you, you will draw two plays and then snap it. Yep, exactly. Because when you draw up those two plays and your kids go out there and don't run either of the two plays, you're you it just can contemplate why am I even bother coaching? Oh, maybe we should make FNP breakaway clipboards. There sure. you go. I'll purchase one a week because that's about how often I want to snap my clipboard in half. Well, no, the breakaway ones so you can put them back together after you snap them. No more replacement. Ah, uh, then it's not as fun though. Okay. If you if you're breaking something that you know you can put back together, it almost defeats it, the purpose. It doesn't yeah. have you know the same. What I mean? It doesn't have the same gravitas. Yeah, exactly. To the west. 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 I guess we got we got to start with it because Red's in the room. Do you think the Lakers are in the same position as the Nets, as like a team that is playing in this playoff? <laughs> Hell no. No. Hell no. No, no. no. dude. The, the, the Lakers are garbage. The interesting thing though is, obviously, if Anthony Davis comes back and is healthy. Uh, they can win. They can win the playing game and the playing tournament and get into the playoffs. But they they can't really win a series. Uh, if they play the Suns, they have no chance. But uh, who's the number two team in the uh, Memphis? They they could beat Memphis in a seven game series. Uh, and then you have Golden just, State, Utah, right Dallas, Dallas Denver. Like no, they're, so here's the thing. I don't think they can make a championship run. Like I don't think they're that good. They don't have the depth. You know, LeBron's playing out of his mind. He's playing, obviously, great basketball. Yeah, he's the top scorer in the league. He's averaging 30 a game. But, obviously, Westbrook's playing terrible, and Anthony Davis is always hurt. But when Anthony Davis is healthy, you know you know how good he is. They can win a series against a good team, but they can't make a sustained run. They're not. No, no they're not. Why, why didn't uh, Schroeder resign with them? They didn't want to resign him. I think you should have kept him or Rondo instead of this guy, Westbrook. He, uh, he, did, he didn't perform well at all last year in the playoffs when they needed him. He did I, terrible. I guess the argument Absolutely terrible. is, like, because until this year with Westbrook, he was in the superstar category. Like Who? Nah. Westbrook. Like, uh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could ha- argue that he was a superstar. Like, no, he was. Uh, I mean, I don't know about last year with, with like the Wizards. Though, he was a, Right, he was a stat header with the Wizards. Like, he averaged a triple-double last year mm-hmm. um, for a team that was terrible. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, he was a superstar. In Oklahoma City, he was a superstar. Yeah. I don't think you can deny that. But, no, his skills have obviously diminished greatly. And he's a ball-dominant player. And that's what LeBron is. And the two of them don't work. I don't think anyone, when they made that trade, thought this makes any sense. <laughs> I think they were just hoping that somehow they could figure that it, it out. Mesh, that they were all so good. Right, that they were so like, good that it could just work. But yeah. their games just clash. Their game, their play styles clash, and it just didn't make any sense. Especially having a third superstar with Anthony Davis, who also needs the ball, yeah. it just it didn't make any sense. And at least with Anthony Davis, he's plays a lot like a true center, where LeBron tries to get his shot off, and Anthony Davis will be down there for the rebound. Right, like, or no, no I mean, even him, it's not like he, he needs to bring the like Anthony Davis need to bring the ball up and make plays, mm-hmm. but he could also you know, he'll post up and you'll throw him the ball, and then that's your possession is him making a play in the post. Mm-hmm. So that's someone where. That's the that's the set. So he his the play is you get Anthony Davis the ball in the post and he'll look to score. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, he's ball dominant. Where it's not like he can just spot up and people move the ball around, then he's open for a shot. Mm-hmm. So he needs to get his touches to be yeah. You, you have know, to feed effective him right. for him to be. LeBron effective. is bringing the ball up. He makes all the decisions. So he needs the ball to be effective. Westbrook's the same exact way. 
there's only one basketball, and, and Westbrook cannot shoot. Westbrook's <laughs> so, just yeah. so liberal with his fucking shots. Sometimes it's crazy. Yeah, he just doesn't give a fuck. Like Westbrook, it's so true. I mean, Skip started that fucking a decade ago, and now it's become like a huge thing, and well, obviously he's hurting his family. Who and said everything. it on the? <laughs> someone, and his kids are now uh, getting Magic bullied. Said it. Magic called him Westbrook. No, yeah, Magic said Westbrook like on the air. Wasn't like, it like a, it was like a slip up though? He yeah, didn't do yeah, it intentionally. He was ta- they were interviewing him, and he's like talking to him. And he's yeah, like, when I slip yeah, and Westbrook, and he's like, ain't gonna be there. Uh, yeah, I mean. It's crazy how how disappointing this season has been for the Lakers. I mean, but then, major injuries also. I mean, listen, yeah. these guys have been hurt, so it's tough to it's it's tough to to know what would have happened if they stayed healthy the whole year. But you're talking about Anthony Davis is always hurt, so it's almost to be expected. I mean, I think you guys need Rondo. You probably win another championship. We need Rondo. Yeah, that's what's going to put us over the edge. Yeah, well, Rondo. Yeah. You know we had Rondo and cut yeah. him. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You probably didn't want to be there anymore. You're such a boss and a loyalist. I got it's a not question. Even that. Rondo's Man, a great they need player. people that can shoot. Rondo can't shoot. Okay. They need shooters, right. and they need defenders. I mean, I'm, I'm, Rondo's old. Pope? What happened with him? Why, why, why'd he leave? They traded him. Okay, for who? Westbrook. You see, that's stupid. I know. I'm not defending. <laughs> the deal was terrible. I told you it was an awful but deal. They traded that, all of their assets that they had to get him, and for what? I know. It was a garbage move. For him to throw garbage. the ball over the backboard nightly. Yeah, throw it off the corner of the backboard. <laughs> now, I haven't been following the, the NBA season too much. Are, are the Suns as good as the record says yes. they are? I yeah. think they are, yes. That's that's insane. Sixty and fourteen right now is an insane. I record. think they already clinched the one seed, and they're and, like two weeks left in the season. Chris Paul yeah. for right now too. Yeah, they had, well, he's back. Chris he, was out, he was out for two. He was out for two weeks. Yeah, it's kind of crazy the turnaround that they've made just with Chris Paul. Like I mean, last year and this year, is ridiculous too. No, they're good. They got they have everything that you need to win a championship. Yeah. They have uh, Jay Crowder. A, Chris Paul is a superstar. Devin Booker is a up and coming star. Uh, DeAndre Ayton is a monster inside, and then they have just a bunch of role players who play defense. Jay Crowder, and, Miles Bridges, Cam Johnson. I mean, guys. they got I, dogs. I think the coolest part about this team is if you look at the home and away, they're thirty and eight at home and thirty and six on the road. So it's yeah. they could do their it, game travels they because they everywhere. play defense and and they take care of the ball too. No, they're they're good. They're legit. Yeah. I, and I thought I didn't think they were legit last year. And I, I mean, again, I'm a I'm a Laker fan, so I look at this a little bit differently. But I think if Anthony Davis never got hurt, that the Lakers could have beat them in yeah. in the, in the first round series or second round series, whatever it was. And obviously, and then they end up making it to the finals, and now look at how good they are. But you'd look at them this year though as like they're far and away better than the Lakers, the Suns, a healthy Lakers yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. If they played, if the Sun, Lakers only make it to the eight seed, the Suns will probably beat them in five easily. Are they the best team in basketball? The Suns? Yeah. Even compare like the easiest. Uh, I don't team. know. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're the best team in basketball. Uh, I do. I my personally. Top three? Yeah, top three. So I think the Bucks and the Nets are better. I think Bucks, Nets, Suns are my top three. I think it's that. I honestly think it's the three of them and everybody else. I think it's the three of their championship to win. The interesting thing about the West is I don't even think it's that good this year, to be honest, no. because of the Warriors and their injury issues. Like I have written down here, the only teams that I can see coming out of the West are the Suns. The Warriors, if they're healthy. Maybe the Jazz. And the Grizzlies. No. Not even the Jazz. I, think the Jazz, I, don't know, I like the Jazz more than the Grizzlies, but... Dude, the Jazz are, the, are what they are every yeah. year. They win a bunch of games yeah. in the regular season, and then, again, they don't they have a superstar, yeah. so they can't win in the postseason. Because Donovan Mitchell is not a superstar. He's just a star. Rudy Gobert is just... He's just a good defensive player, and that's all they have. And they choke every single postseason. They choke. So I don't. I mean, I, I wouldn't trust them. I don't see why I would. And then you look at the rest. Like the Nuggets are. They're not anything special. Who else Mavericks is up there in the West? The Mavs are, are nothing. Like that's what I'm saying. All these teams. Yeah, I don't think the Warriors they team the you could never count out with Clay and Steph healthy. 
and Draymond. Um, Draymond yeah, is Draymond, everything. Like right. with the three of them healthy, you can never count them out, regardless of where they are. But it's crazy. I really think that this year is like the first time in like a ten year period almost where you're starting to see the the actual changing of the guard as far as like LeBron versus everybody else. LeBron versus everybody else. Well, yeah. or like LeBron and the Warriors, where it's like it's it's one or the other. Right. Right. Yeah. And then obviously last year you had. Suns Bucks in the finals, it's which so, is crazy. No, you're absolutely that, right. Yeah, so right. Like who? Start, right? Exactly. Like, right. Like that who, is the who start would have of, seen that? And now, right now, it's it's multiple teams that could potentially compete. Where it's never like that. Yeah, and and Steph has injuries, and it's not like when Steph was younger. You know, eight years ago when he was having uh, ankle injuries, where runs in the family. You know. Oh, by the way, Seth Curry is back. He's off. Oh, he is. Okay. He's playing tomorrow. So you know that. Yeah, he has these injuries, but once he gets right, he's going to be Steph. Like. Like, he'll go to Portland and be like, I'm here, I'm back. He'll let them know. Yeah. Yeah, but Portland's garbage. Anyone can let them know. Portland is legit garbage. Jim, you got anything to say about that? They're starting Drew Drew Eubanks, who was on my fantasy team, and they're starting him. That's how bad they are. A bad year? The draft is not. Yes, a bad year to have a bad bad year. year. That's true. Yeah, because the draft is not that deep. I mean, maybe the top three guys wound up being something, but I think outside of that, it's pretty thin at the top. Yeah, it's a shame. Do you think the Pelicans could be better than a 10th seed if Zion played at all this year? Do you think he's uh, that much of a difference maker? I don't. So I think he's a difference maker that much. I don't know. Uh, let me look at the standings. So they're 31 like who, and 43. I've got to look at who they're better. Who would they be better than? I mean, dude, the thing I mean, is with this They guy, have the same record as the Lakers, and they're four games back of the um, Clippers. Yeah, they, they, might, they could maybe be like the 7-8. Like they're, 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 they could be better than the Wolves. Better, sure. Yeah, better That's than the Clippers. Yeah. Dude, his injury, I don't think he'd come back from it. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I, like, I think, I mean, obviously I think he'll play again, but I I wouldn't trust him in the long term to no. be, like, a dominant player for the next decade. Yeah, definitely not, to have that level of injury. I don't know how, and, and how committed is he? Like, obviously, you know, Fat Zion, like, oh how God. committed is the he to his rehab? Unit. And, like, wanting to be better and wanting to be great and the kind of work ethic it takes – to yeah, be that to taking work, care of your yeah. body and like your diet like all that shit matters if you want to <laughs> sustain like a long career yeah, and maybe he just i mean again he's 19 20 years old like we'll see what end what he ends up doing but i wouldn't trust him but when he's on the court he's undeniably a really good player bully ball yeah i think he definitely falls into that category of like like a Jamarcus Russell, like the talent is there. Like you just have to be mature enough at this young. Yeah, age but the difference to... is he's he's also proven himself already. Like he's had Don, Jamarcus Russell. I don't think ever did anything in the NFL. No, they gave him tapes with nothing on it and asked him if he watched film. And the next day he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I was watching that yeah. film." Like Zion at least back has with blank tapes was an all star last year. Like he he can play. No, I get that. I'm just saying, like, but that's part of it too. Like, yeah, you're an all star caliber player, but you have to do all those other things off the court. Yeah. Think he doesn't want it. To yeah, is it it, it maybe not what I, maybe it's more of like does he have that desire right to be that level? And the interesting thing is you know all the talk now is like him going to the Knicks right? Like uh, oh, I don't want him. Uh, I don't want him. You think he'd be able to handle the New York media? Like are you no kidding shot. me? Like there's no way. Like that's I'm, not where he needs to go. No, not at there's all. no way. I'm so happy they went with R.J. Barrett. Brutal, more brutal. Uh, uh, I mean, I wish we got Philly or New York. But. For the media, New York, the fans, Philly. Philly fans are the worst in the country, but media 
is New York. New York, New York media, media is, is what's worse. The fans are whatever. They're so overly. New York fans, especially the Garden, they don't fucking give a shit. Half those people are there just because they're rich or they're fucking tourists or whatever it is. The fans in Philly are there because they actually give a flying fuck and they're nuts. Yeah, the fans in Philly. The fans would eat him alive, and he'll probably eat them back alive because he's a fat fuck, but. He can't handle the New York media design. There's no way. But he could team up with his boy R.J. Barrett. Yeah. And then they could just lose together. And Cam Reddish, who doesn't get to play because Thibs is just like, oh, yeah, you're young, you have years. Yeah, it's but fine. he, I don't think he's any. He just have too many guards, which is Dude, stupid. I need Duke to lose. I feel that way, but I almost feel like I'm pulling for Duke at All right, this are we going to get into NCAA talk? Uh, do we have anything else in the NBA? Yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything else. I mean, uh, who do you, all right, who, Randy, who do you think the finals will be? If you got to be honest right now. Biases, you know, aside. Probably the thing is, I know uh, the Suns hundred percent. I mean, if if Curry and them hundred percent, there's no way they don't make the finals. There's no way they don't make the finals. Bro, Josh should not come back. The Grizz are sixteen and two without him. They cannot <laughs> lose without okay. Ja. So there's well, no way he should come back. The East, the East is tough, man, because it's honestly, I think. I mean, it, these conference finals will probably be Celtics Nets or. Celtics. Well, I said bias season. No, no, no. He's got the Celtics no matter what. No, no, no. Rand, you I'm got talking me, about Eastern Conference Finals nah, right you there. You got me fucked But up. honestly... You, don't, you, don't even, you didn't even mention the Bucks. You got I me did, fucked I did. up. I did. Oh, you did? He's going to be... Like, no, he said Celtics, Finals. Nets, or Celtics, and we just Celtics all lost Finals. our minds. We didn't even get a no, chance to No, Eastern Conference Finals. But honestly, I might go with the Nets or Boston. Nets or Boston. Coming out of the East? Coming out of the East. Going to the Finals. I'm glad that's unbiased. The Nets... Nets, Suns... That's about it. Right, Dude, KD's the best scorer in the league. Like, hands down. It, yeah. It, yeah, yeah. It sucks. I hate it, but... And he can do although, it I well. think low-key, yeah. Trey Young is leading the league in scoring. Well, it doesn't matter, man. No, LeBron is. I'm taking KD any day over Trey Young. Oh, he is. Like, I'll be a Knicks fan that then say, fuck Trey Young. Like, like that. Yes, thank you. You know? That kid's a little coward. I don't know how people don't beat him up and shit. Who? Um, if Barkus Smart has a hand, hands with him, he's fucked. Who, Trey Young? Trey Young. Yeah, yeah. but he balls, bro. Yeah, no, I 100%. He averages 28-9. That's a stud. Yeah. I mean, he I also looks like a lollipop that fell on the floor, it's but just, whatever. But, yeah, Suns Nets. Right, what do you think? Suns and four. I think it's going to be Cavs-Lakers in the finals. <laughs> and I got the Lakers taking it. Bias is aside, <laughs> Lakers right? in five. Yeah, because we're doing unbiased opinions. <laughs> so that's my that's my pick. Uh, Mike, what do you think? Uh, I'm going to – maybe a repeat of last year. Buck Suns. I agree. Yeah, uh, honestly, I would say maybe Nets-Heat. In the final, uh, in the Eastern Conference Finals, because I don't think the Nets are going to end up playing the Heat in the first round. I think the Nets beat Toronto in a play-in. Yeah, but I, dude, the, it's crazy. Like the four top four seasons in the East are really only a game apart. But that's yeah. the thing, like all like, four of those could fucking if you're shake the number up. One and you have seed, no you're, idea. Yeah, anyone else could be that one, right? Seed, yeah. Like any of so them. You can't even look at like what would the matchups. I feel be. like if you're right, the, and it's not yeah. like you can plan. Like, you're all right, let's lose this the, game so we can avoid the Nets. It's like, well, that's not the only thing you can worry. You could end up in fourth. You could end up in fourth, right? Exactly. I'd rather be in second seed than the first. Honestly, I my heart wants to say Miami Phoenix. But fucking front runner chalk. What is this garbage? Nah, nah. But I, but I'm gonna say here goes Con again. Loving chalk. I mean, we wonder why I take the Zags every year to win it all. <laughs> guy loves fucking chalk. Nah, but I'm actually gonna take the Nets versus uh, the Suns. Love Nets it. Suns. Who's winning? I'd like to see the Suns win in that scenario because like fuck the Nets. But I Damn, think the I love Nets. KD. Dude, it's crazy. I love KD. Obviously, because he went to Texas. Hook him. But I fucking hate Kyrie because he's a fraud and he went to Duke. Fuck Duke. 
So it's tough for me. But still, <laughs> let's go Nets because of KD. I think I would pull for the Suns cause, just because I was really pulling for the Suns last year. Because that, that whole Suns into four movement was just... Yeah. That, that was a vibe. Dude, that guy's an animal. I love that man. Summer 2021, the whole vibe was uh, Suns and four, right? That's right. I've been getting a lot of Chris Paul talking, like, behind-the-scenes basketball on my, like, social media feeds now. And, like, I've really come to appreciate him more. So I'm, I'm going to be rooting for the Suns. Yeah. Dude, I, th- that's it. Like, I don't. The Suns don't have anyone that you don't like. Like, yeah. they're such a likable team. I feel like they I play don't... basketball the right way. Like, they're Monty Williams is a great coach and a likable coach. Like, I, I feel like they're such an easy team to root for. I feel like that we say that, but then when I see Chris Paul on my TV every other night in the playoffs, I get tired of Chris Paul because he does play the kind of basketball where like he'll flop, flop, he'll yeah. flop. And know that he flopped, get the call, and walk down the court smiling. Like, yeah, no, he's a per, he's a perennial flopper. Yeah, yeah, which is which is annoying because you're like, come on, dude. Like it is, but we're the difference all is for you. Stop the, doing the that. difference is though he's also six foot three. Yeah, so like yeah. he's a little ass dude. Like it's different when he flops than like someone LeBron, LeBron does, right? Who's a who's a monster? Yeah, he's a big man. Exactly. Who also, I mean, deservedly, uh, he fucking gets destroyed half the time, LeBron. And yeah, he might exaggerate the way that he like falls yeah. over and oh, stuff, yeah. but he also gets fucking mauled. Because yeah, he's, he's like the monster. Cam Newton rule where Cam right. Newton never got the calls that he should have exactly. gotten because the they looked at him as such a big guy. They're like, oh, you're not getting hit that hard. Right. Where if any other quarterback got hit a fraction of that hard, you know, it would be a fuck guys every get time thrown out of the game. The game. Yeah. But, uh, all right, moving on. Speaking of fuck Duke, we got two games tonight in the tourney, and Duke is about to kick off. Uh, Tip off? No, I think they're going to they're gonna start with a kickoff, I think. <laughs> yeah. this, this year. They're going to do a scramble. That's a new rule they implemented for, That's like, player, player safety. Because the jump ball, like, you land on someone's foot and they hurt your ankle. So, for uh, player safety, Tom was telling me before, he's like... He's like... He's like Throwing up a basketball has got to be the most nerve-wracking part of the, the refs. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, Dina's Yo, like, oh. stop. I'm like, God, All God. the shit the refs deal with, because by the way, they're fucking garbage. <laughs> you think the number one thing they're worried about is before the game even starts, the ball throwing up? So oh that's got to be the least of their fucking worries. Well, so here's my thought behind Yo, that, though, right? Like, you're funny. It does seem like such an easy thing. No, it's not. No, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, I've, I've tried it before. It's yeah. not easy getting like a perfect straight, Just straight yeah, toss that's, that's like a nice little height that both players can reach yeah. easily. Then, so they're probably standing there like this, and they're like, just throw it fucking straight. And then like they throw like because Now they go with two hands. Uh, so, so out of all the times though, right, like where a ref could get ripped for a bad call, a missed call, you know, a poor interp- interpretation of a rule, right? Like – what? Nobody ever rips them for the, the ball toss in the beginning. That's what we should start well, fucking booing them. That's a bad toss. Are man. you fucking kidding me? It's a bullshit toss. We're gonna toss the ball, you asshole. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying like for them, like it's that easy part. It, it's like when you look at a guy, like how do you miss so many free throws? Like that's kind of the easy oh, part of your uh, job. Yeah, that's right. Where you get in your you, own you got head. one job as a ref to throw the ball. Just up throw in the, the air. ball up straight that's, where they're gotta be like right. This is the one thing you can tr- can control. Right, right, right. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. You think they practice? They have to. Right? You think, like, there, there's got to be, like, some sort of, like, ref training camp, I would imagine. Yeah. Like, at the beginning of the year to, like, just, like, review the rules and everything. I wonder if, like, the ball toss is, like, part of, like, their drills to, like, yeah. warm up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, ball toss. Or if there's, like, a, con- like a ref combine. It's, like, <laughs> there's, like, a certain scale. You have to get the ball, like, within a certain, like, uh, there's a couple <laughs> of inches. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. the vertical thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They gotta get, that's, that's how they decide who gets to do what games and whatnot. Yeah. So, actually, Villanova just topped Houston a little earlier. 
as we were recording, uh, 50 to 44. Let's go Wildcats. So Villanova's head to the Final Four. Again, love Jay Wright. As huge. He's such a good coach. Great program. And then we have Duke, Arkansas tonight. I mean, can Coach Let's K... Let's go Hogs. Can Coach K reach a I Final Four? fucking madness. Mm-hmm. Give me upsets. Can he? Yes. Will he? I fucking hope not. Fuck Duke. I Fuck Coach I kind of do hope he does. Uh, but I... But I want him to lose Fuck to UNC. That's why I want him to lose. To oh, UNC. so you got you got the cocks going down to UNC. Look, I, wow. Look, 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 as I'm wearing a basketball needs New Jersey shirt, so, this guy's gonna fucking tell so me look, the cocks are going. Down. I was I was I was captivated last night, as I've been every time that St. Peter's has played a game this tournament. But also part of my shtick is I've been talking shit on St. Peter's, so for them to continue doing well. I do have to continue to talk a little bit of shit. And well, because Connor, you're always wrong, right. so yeah. keep ruining. Okay, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Then yeah, yeah, I, that, I'm doing my part. Thank you. We we appreciate that. Thank you. You're Peacock welcome. Nation appreciates no problem. that. No problem. That was a great game last night, though. Hell yeah. I mean, it's nuts. Adam, it's just nuts, dude. This guy's got fight, game. man. They're down six with what? Six left? I think they're down uh, six. Six at the eight minute timeout. I had it over. I already penciled in Purdue at that point. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was. Watching the game, I watched the first half at uh, at a restaurant, and then I had tickets to a concert, and I watched the second half on my phone while the concert was going on. And they had gotten down by six at eight minutes, and they scored on the ensuing play to get it back to four. And I looked at my friend, and I had said, they have to keep it within four. If they go down by six again at any point, I just don't see that there being enough possessions where Purdue turns the ball over or misses yeah. for them to make up. They were turning over a lot, so yeah. Purdue. But the thing with them Dude, is, plays the good, just good D, man. They, I don't know, they, they play, play good defense, but like when defense. they're down, like they don't fold. You know, like, they, don't. they don't, they don't start taking unnecessary shots. They, you know, they take the mid range shot. They they're a well coached you know? team. They they're do a well coached team. They do at times kind of have a feeling of like in that first half. I was looking at the stat; they were like three for thirteen from three. It felt like they were trying to force the three ball a little bit, but I do think they need to lean on it. Well, they're not. They're not a three point shooting team, though. They're not, but when they play teams that have. Uh, I think they had the lowest number of three-point uh, field goals in their conference this year. But they do shoot a good percentage from three. They just don't take a lot of threes. It's not a part of their offense. Their offense is all about, like, uh, like cutting and, and, and ball movement and, like, getting the ball into the paint and, like, taking those mid-range jump shots. They play, like, old-school style of basketball. I feel like their biggest problem in the tournament, though, is especially with Purdue last night, like, when they play teams that have a center that's over – like six eight six nine, yeah. like real real big guys in the middle of the floor. It's really hard for them to attack the basket. Yeah, and yeah, but they do a good job. They they run a lot of five out sets. So like they're they're bringing that big man out of the paint. It's not like their big is staying on the block and then like you know Zach Eady from yesterday, the seven four guy on Purdue, can just stand in the paint and look to block shots. Mm-hmm. Like they do a lot of pick and roll stuff where they're bringing him out to the three point line. They're the other team's big, and then they're able to you know drive by him or that's where they can create that mo- that movement inside of the paint where guys can cut and they can get good looks that way. I don't know. They're it, it, they're obviously a great story and. And I, 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 I like I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for them to go all the way. I'm rooting, yeah. I, I, Hell yeah, because I will basketball needs New Jersey. I am 100% rooting for them. I don't know if we like that. <laughs> we, we need you not, right? We need them rooting. We need I, well, rooting against no, so them. So here, I'm rooting for them, but I'm completely skeptical, like, about it. Like, I okay. won't believe that any of it's even possible until I'm physically watching it be done. So you, you yeah. want them to win. You don't think they're going to win. Yeah. I have no, I have no... Honestly, same. Yeah, right? like, I don't. I, every game, I'm like, there's no way they're gonna win this game, and I'm yeah. like, I fucking hope they do, but there's no way. And then they just keep doing it. 
And that's and that's the 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 beauty of the tournament, right? Like where a 15 seed can go on this March kind of run madness. and just It's why it's the best, I don't know. I, I might be biased here, but I it's the best time in sports for me. I absolutely love the tournament because it's a one game elimination. Like yeah. it's so different in like the NBA or the NHL or any of these ones that have series. Like mm-hmm. in a series, the best team wins Usually, the series. Barring Usually, injury or anything, because crazy, you right? have more than one chance. In a one game elimination, anybody can beat anybody. Yeah. It's it's crazy, and that's why it's so much fun. I even just to talk about that game last night a little bit more. I said it to Jim before. Do you think that Purdue hits that three with like fourteen seconds left? That absolute moonshot. Jay Nivy, great player. To put them down by one, I think it was sixty-one. Yeah, sixty at that yeah, point. Yeah, it was put them down one, and they tried to to pin. Yeah, they tried to trap in the corner. They tried to trap in yes. the corner. As the more seasoned basketball voice right now in the room, do you think that that was the right move, or do you think that they were foolish for not fouling immediately? No, it was fine. Yeah, yeah it was fine. I mean, they still end up getting a, the three-point shot off to tie it. I mean, no, yeah, it wasn't was a great shot. The, that was no, I know. That's what I'm saying, though. You're So what you're coaching there, what their coach is telling them is you trap in the corner, you try to get the steal off of the pass out of the trap, and okay. if you don't get that steal, which they didn't, then, then you foul. immediately foul. Yeah. Because, again, there was enough time left. I think there was 12 14. seconds, 14 seconds left. That's enough time to get a trap. If okay. there's under five seconds, there's not enough time to trap. Then you have to immediately foul. But with, like, 15 seconds or more, or even 10 seconds or more, that's enough time to get that one trap in the corner, try to get a steal, and, and if then, you don't get that first steal. One, even if you get two on right, the steal, now exactly. it's one, not like the, and right. they get the final possession. Exactly. It's, right. If they were down two, again, that would be a different story because then if you foul and they hit both free throws, a four-point game, you lost anyway. But even if they fouled and they made both, it was still only a three-point game, and they could still tie it. So okay. coaching wise, no, it was the right move. You got to go for that. You okay, go for the trap. No, instead. yeah, as like a, a much less uh, seasoned basketball follower fan. Yeah, I was watching it real time, being like, "Why are you letting time roll off the clock? Like, no matter what happens with the free throws, you still need to get a shot." <laughs> yeah, off. I get so, you. I so get I was I was looking at it as I would rather have more time to try to get the shot off, whether I need one point to two points to go ahead in a one point game or three points to tie. In a three-point game, yeah, I would rather the more time. Yeah, I would. Now again, I don't know if that was 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 coached or if they just happened to end like do that because that's what they did on the floor, like mm-hmm. in the moment, or they forgot what their coach told them or whatever it might have been. But I, I, I probably would have played it the same way. Yeah. I didn't see any problem with that throughout this tour. I mean, I didn't watch any of uh, UCLA UNC yesterday. I was in the game. It was, it was a lot. Of, it was a lot of back and forth. There was like ten lead changes before like five minutes left in the second. It was uh, it was a definitely an entertaining game to watch. Yeah. I, uh, I was rooting for UCLA, so was Jim, but he I had also, no idea the game was on. And then they lost. He said, what the fuck happened? <laughs> Rand, you want to tell more about that story? <laughs> Please Jim, was too, Jim was too busy yelling. No, the whole time he was just like, yo, I need UCLA to win, this and that. You know, UCLA he was hammered six. too, right? He had a couple. It's because he, he switched head high. Yeah, and then he had a yes. nowhere. He's just, it's a different tap system. He didn't even care about the game. He's just talking about nonsense. Oh, he, shit. The ref just threw the ball. You think he's, he's like, damn. <laughs> crazy ass time. You, you guys want to rewind it? <laughs> All right, continue. Yeah, and the game's over. He's like, what the fuck happened? And I'm like, yo, like they just got outplayed. Yes, you know, get ACC's outplayed. He's better than the Pac-12. Facts. ACC's having a good tournament. Terrible conference, but they're having a good tournament. No, I didn't watch any of the UCLA-UNC uh, game. Yeah, I didn't watch any of it. Miami beats Iowa yesterday. Iowa State. Uh, Iowa State. Uh, Iowa lost in the first round. Yeah, I know. Thanks, Jim. Yeah, well, that's great. Exactly. Thanks, Jim. Fucking Jim. Loser. He really thought Iowa was going to win it all. What a fucking joke. Taking a Big Ten team. How laughable is that? So Dan texted Jim and I yesterday, and he asked for an on-air apology about us not believing in St. Peter's. 
which I refuse to do because, again, my me contributing to St. Peter's is me not believing in them, yeah. but like, still like cheering that. for them. I like that. Providence falls to Kansas in what turned out to Kansas. be a, a pretty competitive game towards the end, but I was watching the first half of that game. like It was a blowout. Yeah, I, Providence made it close. Yeah, it got competitive towards the end. But then Kansas went on like a 7-0 run yeah. and kind of closed it out uh, at the end. Providence had eight points with like five minutes left in the first. Yeah. And Charles Barkley was having a field day with that at halftime. Yeah. He's like, but how are you going to – with eight points? And I was just enjoying Wait, it. I was enjoying can you do that the, Charles Barkley accent again? It sounded like – That was – Spot on. Just one more time. No, now, now I can't. Yeah, dude, it was – I feel like it was awful. I don't know. It probably was. I'm not I'm not good at impressions. Uh, Danielle's not home to tell me to stop. I could do like – Don't let me stop you. Keep going. I could do like two, two good chuck. impressions. Who? Squidward. Okay. Uh, which I've done on air already. Okay. And uh, – I can do uh, the Anna Delvey impression from uh, that Netflix show about the uh, fake German heiress. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. That's a good show. What's the show called? called? Inventing Anna. Nice plug. You're welcome, Anna. Um, No, Anna Delvey's uh, getting... Deported. Extradited. Oh, yeah. Deported to uh, back to Germany. But she's Russian, actually. Oh, then fuck her. She's... Yeah. Team Ukraine. Shout out Ukraine. Hell yeah. And except for that one Russian listener. Again, hope hope you're part of the resistance. That's right. So, so through this tournament, like, what are the games that you look back? Like, it, it's I enjoy talking to you guys about the tournament because, uh, like, even like Jim and I were talking about before, and he has like the memory recall for the <clears throat> tournament where he can tell me about a game that happened like three tournaments ago. Yeah, Jim's got problems. No, with that. but like, what are the games from Jim this? loves March? Except when things go wrong, then he tweets that he fucking hates March. So you just never know with with this guy about which month he loves or doesn't love. It, it's really. It changes. Like, it's fluid. Jim just wants to know what you would give up to be great. That's right. Like, what would you give up for greatness? I'll tell you what I wouldn't give up, Mondays, because that's when you need to be great on Mondays. So I would never give up Mondays to be great. You know who would give up Mondays for greatness? Garfield the Cat. Ah, Garfield right. the Cat hates Mondays. Facts. Yeah. Facts. He's sleep repeat. <laughs> <laughs> well, yo, you think he would like the lasagna from... From Hamburg From Hamburg Yes. Uh, so what That's was your question? Circle. That's a big circle. My question was, uh, like, what are the games from this year's tournament that you think you'll look back on and, like, have that memory recall for, like, ne- like next year when we're, you know, do you I, think there'll be any games from this year where you're, like, I don't know, individual games. Has yeah, been, I don't know if there's, been, there's been, like, a buzzer beater. There hasn't beater. been a buzzer beater. Yeah. I mean, there's been good games, but a lot of them have been, like, really close with, like, two minutes left and then like a team just is pulling away and it's just like the free throw game but they've all just been like making their free yeah. throws there hasn't been a game where it's like a team is like like blowing miss, it because they yeah. keep missing free throws and the team's coming back like that kind of thing like i don't i don't think so so i don't know about individual games like i don't Saint know Peter's i'm looking now it's the story yeah. of the scene i mean their games have all been have all been good too like close the, their kentucky game was was a really good game obviously the purdue game last night was a really good game um, but I don't know about individual games. The Creighton-San Diego State game, now that I look back at it, that was a good one. Okay. Um, but again, it was like an 8-9 matchup. It's like whoever the winner was going to go lose to Kansas anyway, mm-hmm. so like nothing necessarily memorable there. Well, that's how I feel about the St. Peter's game tomorrow. Like, What, you think they're going to get blown out? I don't think... UNC's playing really good. I don't think they're I don't know gonna, how they're only in 8 I don't seven. want them to get blown out, obviously. But if they lose by 35 tomorrow, like nothing about that will shock me. 35 is a lot of points. Yeah, but, but North Carolina is averaging over 80 yeah, this points. Is, this is in the NBA. Hmm? They lose by like 20. No, I, I'm just saying, like, North Carolina's averaging over 80 points a game in the tournament. Yeah, it's a lot. 
Yeah, but St. Peter's they scored over ninety points in the first. Dude, St. Peter's like on ball defense is for real. Like they they hound ball handlers. Like I, I don't know, they're they're good, man. They're they're not a fifteen seed. They're really not. Like the, the brand of basketball they play, like they just wins got a in the tournament because they're in the back. The thing is, defense wins in the tournament. Okay, so you say that UNC's averaging 80 points a game, but, like, offense doesn't win in the tournament. It's defense. Because you can't always rely on scoring a bunch of points and outscoring your opponent. You have to rely on defense. So, like, and I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't be shocked if St. Peter's won. I wouldn't be. I, do I think UNC's going to win? I do. But uh, I wouldn't be shocked if St. Peter's won. I was even saying it last weekend, like, the St. Peter's stuff is fun. You know, if if they had gotten past Purdue, they were going to get the winner of UNC UCLA, and I didn't see them getting past either of them. I think they could be UCLA, not. UNC. I think. Well, first of all, I think Purdue is probably a better team than UCLA was. I, I think, think North Purdue Carolina was a is much good. bigger matchup, was a much tougher matchup for them than most other. That's teams what that I'm they saying. Would see at this point, that's what I'm saying. Although UNC is good, it's tough. It's a tough matchup yeah, for sure. Like I, I'm just, I, and the only reason I say that about UNC is because obviously I'm basing this off of watch what I'm watching in the tournament. You guys have been watching this all season long. You know way more than I do on the topic. But I'm just what I'm watching with this UNC team from the first round to now is that they score at will. So I have to believe that that will continue until I see someone stop them from doing it. But I want St. Peter's to win because, again, I would love to see St. Peter's beat North Carolina and then go on and beat Duke after that. Like, oh, that hell yeah. Be, that'd be that'd so be crazy. cool. Yeah, but the UNC-Duke matchup is what but everybody wants. But the UNC-Duke matchup, like, yeah. how do we want to pass up on that? Like, that would be, again, well, the when easy we talk way... about games that you look back on yeah. years from now, yeah. UNC-Duke will be a game that you look back on. They've never played the tournament, which is wild. But the other crazy thing, I mean, just the way that the season has gone, how UNC played Duke in their Coach K's last home game and beat them. Mm-hmm. So there's that, like, revenge factor of it, too, if they did match up. Yeah. Obviously, there's so many storylines to that, yeah, that potential matchup. But the Hogs can just change all of that tonight, and then we don't have to worry about it. When they beat Duke tonight, then we can all root for St. Peter's. Then we get St. Peter's versus Arkansas. At the final four, so everybody predicted. And... Did you see that uh, out of all the brackets that were uh, submitted, no one even had the Sweet 16, correct? Yeah, I know. I think only one person had 15 of the 16 or something crazy. It just it goes to show you that it there's madness. No, yeah. That's why it's March Madness. It's yeah. there's no rhyme or reason to it. It just doesn't matter. And this, obviously, the St. Peter story is on the verge of becoming the best Cinderella of all time. It's not there yet, I don't think, because you got to at least make a Final Four. Yeah, obviously, you need to like you'd want to win a national championship, but I think even if they make the Final Four. That's worthy of being, like, a top five Cinderella story of all time. Like, if they make the final four, they'll get a 30 for 30. Yeah. Speaking of which, so I have a list here of the some of the best Cinderella stories of all time. All right, Um, sweet. So, I found – so, you know, I I looked up some of the greatest just so I can kind of remind myself of some of these. So, NC State, 1983, the Jimmy V – Survive in advance, thirty for thirty. Okay, Got was ranked number 30. one on the one website um, when they won it all, and you know beat Phi Slamma Jamma in the national championship. So that was one of them. Phi Slamma Jamma also went thirty for thirty. Also another thirty for thirty. That's right. The Villanova, nineteen eighty five. They were they were an eight seed and won it all. That's the lowest seed to ever win the national championship. Really? Yeah. So that was one. George Mason was up there in two thousand six when they were an eleven seed and made it to the final four. VCU was up there. They were an 11 seed, made it to the Final Four in 2011. The Ramblers were an 11 seed, made it to the Final Four in 2018. So those are some of them. But all so all those teams, 
George Mason, VCU, the Ramblers, they were all just made to the Final Four. They didn't win the national championship, but they were all double Or even seats. make a national championship. Right. I don't think any of them made the national championship either. But yeah, so that's like where they're at in terms of like a Cinderella. So if they made the Final Four as a 15 seed, obviously they're in that conversation okay. now for you know some of the greatest Cinderella stories of, of the tournament. And if they won it, forget about it. Imagine. If they win it, that's like... That would be insane. Did you see the, the photo of like their gym? Carney High gym looks similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, their, their basketball program has a budget of one point eight million dollars, and they were going. Th- I was going through a thing with like the teams that they beat and what their basketball budgets are. Like, forget their budget. So their budget is one point eight million. Fucking kind of crazy. Purdue's head coach makes, makes two point eight million a year. Yeah, and forget what Coach Cal makes. He makes probably triple that. And yeah. they beat Kentucky. They like, made their fucking cheerleaders take a bus. From <laughs> I seen that from New Jersey, a thirteen hour Indian. bus ride from New yeah. Jersey to Indianapolis just to get to the game in Indianapolis. Right? And, then, How crazy they, is and that? then again, they have like they're doing like the the photo op of them like walking out of like their their school or wherever they were with like their tracksuits on, and they didn't even have any kind of like Insane, logo. Yeah, on yeah. Uh, so we have so we have the same group. exact ones at at Saddlebrook, our Group One basketball program in New Jersey has the same exact Adidas tracksuits <laughs> that they got. I could probably tell you the website they got them at and how much they cost. They're each forty dollars. <laughs> Like, that's that's what St. Peter's is rolling with. I mean, their campus is two blocks. Like, it's like four buildings. They have an enrollment of 2,800 students. Like, yeah. Clifton High School is bigger than that. And that's yeah. like, I mean, how nuts is it? It's just, it's crazy. It's, yeah, it's a hell of a story. It's crazy. It's crazy. And, and again, the teams that they've beaten to get here. It's not like they're beating teams that, like, you know, upset and got in. They're beating an 11 seed to get there. Like, they beat Kentucky. Kentucky, like the blue blood of college bu- basketball program, like one of the four biggest programs, eighteen point six million dollars. Right, they play in like an NBA arena, and that's who they beat in the first round. Then yeah, they beat Murray State, who you know is nothing special, but then they beat Purdue. Like I, it's crazy, and now they have a chance to go up against UNC, another blue blood of college basketball. And if they were to win and get to the Final Four, that's just cra- that's just crazy. But they can, they so, absolutely I mean, can. Uh, I guess as Saint, like if you're pulling for St. Peter's, you got to be pulling for Arkansas tonight. Yes, because that's definitely the easier and the because, route for and them. because you hate Duke and because fuck Duke, fuck Duke, man. Honestly, they're like in the same, they're, right? They're in the same categories like fuck the Yankees, fuck the Lakers, Big like fuck, fuck the, the Cowboys. Yankees. I don't like know. they're in the same category. I don't even yeah, look at the they Lakers. are the most hated college basketball team. Yeah, right? like, I agree with that. I don't even look. I don't know if I even look at the Lakers as like the fuck the Lakers team. I'm a Lakers fan, so I, I don't, but I, I imagine people do. I, no, I, there's, plenty, there's plenty of people that I'm are certain that a lot of people do, but I don't. The Lakers are like the frontrunner team to be. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. a Cowboy fan, you're a frontrunner, Lakers, Lakers Yankees. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You choose them because you're a frontrunner kind of thing. It, yeah. it Duke's the, in the same uh, category. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Who would be the college football? Alabama? I guess, yeah, but that's—I think that's more recent. Though. No, I would say that's like, not like a—they do- haven't been dominating college Oklahoma, football for decades, right? It'd be like more like, like a Oklahoma or like Ohio. a Ohio State, Michigan, USC, yeah. maybe one of those programs. I feel like it's—it's it's, there's not a specific choice like there is in all the yeah, other sports. Yeah, because Alabama would be like the 20 years from now, if someone's picking a front runner, or 10 years from now, if someone's picking a front runner. They'd be like, oh, I'm an Alabama fan because right. of what they've done in the past decade. But that's the thing. Just a decade. Like 2010, no one's choosing Alabama to be their favorite team as a frontrunner because yeah. they that, – I think their first national championship with Nick Saban was 2009, I think, when they beat Texas, when Colt McCoy got hurt. And if he never got hurt, they well, yeah, because he probably in, wouldn't – Alabama would never have a dynasty. The year before that was LSU. What? That won it. Like SEC. Oh, yeah. No, I know. I'm saying when when Alabama started their, their string of wins, that's all because Colt McCoy got hurt, by the way. Just for the record. So, 
if you're looking at tickets for tomorrow's two games, Miami plays Kansas at 220. Tickets on... I apologize, Kansas. Pardon? Nothing. Continue. What I said? <laughs> no, and you didn't say anything. Every time anyone says Kansas now, I immediately say, I apologize, Kansas. Oh. For the skit of Shaq uh, when he did Hot Ones. Have you ever oh, seen okay, it? Okay, okay, okay. So okay. it's my favorite Hot Ones of all time, but the one hot sauce they do, it's from Kansas, and then Shaq goes... He's like... <laughs> What? Oh, yeah, I have the bomb. Is it the bomb one? Yeah, I have it. Oh, is that the one? Okay. So he's like, this is from Kansas. He's like, Kansas don't know nothing about no hot sauce. He's like, give me this. He eats it. Then he, you know, he like 10 seconds in, he's chewing. He's like, he does like the face where he's like, his like <laughs> eyes pop. He's like, oh, I apologize, Kansas. <laughs> and then that's when he like, he starts like chugging the milk. He like can't handle it. But anytime right. someone mentions Kansas, my first thought is I apologize, Kansas. Okay. <laughs> uh, so Miami, Kansas, they tip off at 220 tomorrow. Tickets are $55 online right now. Where's that game? Uh, it is in Chicago, Illinois. Okay. Illinois. Illinois. I don't know why. I always do. I've done it on the show before. Because you read phonetically? There's nothing yeah, wrong I do. with that. Uh, special needs. Uh, <laughs> and then St. Peter's Place, North Carolina at the Wells Fargo Center, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania tomorrow. One of my friends is going to the game. What do you think the cheapest ticket is? Probably like $250. No, 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 no. 250 No. Uh, the cheapest ticket, I would say, is 70 bucks. Fees included? $282. Oh, my God. I'm just thinking because Jersey City is right you there. You do have People to take going. into account that St. Peter's is Try in Jersey thing. City, and it's a hour and a half ride. They have an enrollment of 2,000 students. No, but yeah, people, people come out of nowhere. Are I know. They're, they're, this game? Connor, they're alumni. Philly. Oh, Philly. Connor, they're alumni from the past 50 years. Could, he could even fit in the arena. There's not enough people. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm just that saying, is like, nuts. That like is if, nuts. if you're just, like, someone that's, like, hyped on it. Like, like Dougie is from Nutley. Yeah. The, where, where This I, is the resale value, obviously, right? Because yeah, they're all yeah, sold yeah. out. That's not face value. I'm on Vivid Seats right now, which is the direct. Yeah, one of my, one of my friends uh, from work is um, his, like, Christmas present. Uh, someone bought him, like, uh, Sweet 16 and Elite 8 tickets to Philly. So he's been there the whole weekend. He went to, oh, so just he went so to the St. Peter's game last night, and he's going to be there tomorrow. That's yeah. insane. It's like, that's fucking lit. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's just the proximity of, like, if you were had any connection to St. Peter's, right? Oh, I'd like, go. You would 100% be there. Yeah, no, absolutely. And even if you were just someone that maybe didn't have work on Monday, and you had a buddy that didn't have work on Monday, you'd be like, fuck it we'll take the ride like it's in driving no so it's it's worth it it's something it's so and i asked that before it's definitely something to do like going to like an elite eight game even i mean any tournament game i think is worth it but you don't want to be like a later round for sure yeah you you get plenty of people that you see in the crowd wearing uh memorabilia for different teams that aren't even playing that weekend right in that or in that yeah just being a general college basketball fan in general yeah yeah uh a couple years ago i went to when it was in madison square garden to see uh south carolina florida and that was a lot of fun but no it's uh it's definitely something something to do and if i was a a st peter's alumni i would definitely go there's no way i wouldn't i would pay 280 dollars to go well, Mark, yes, why the, fu- why the fuck not? Seen that bad. Yeah. Uh, Mark did his teacher program at St. Peter's. Yeah. Because uh, he did alt root, so he's yeah. like. Yeah. See, I got fucked. I did alt root too, and I get to the fucking wrong Jersey City school. I did it through NJCU. I fucked up. I should have done it through St. <laughs> Peter's, and yeah, I'd be Mark- a fucking peacock for life. Me and fucking DJ Forty Two. I'd be out there with them right now, fucking jamming, uh, rooting for the cocks, man. Yeah, so Mark was out last night in Jersey City watching the game, and he sent me a video of people just chanting, let's go, Cox. Yeah, I love that. I love that. 
It's such a it's such a great uh, mascot to have too. Yeah, to be on, the cocks. on National Peacock Day, right? <clears throat> That's nuts too. That's definitely made up too. By the way, like there was not a National Peacock Day, and then like two days ago, someone like programmed that into Google yeah, and made yeah, National yeah. Peacock Day the day that they were doing the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, because there was no way that was a thing before yesterday. As if there's enough peacock enthusiasts out there where they're exactly. like, you know what? We need our own day, right? Exactly. Although I mean, there is a, there is a day a for day. everything, day for right? Everything. There's so many things What's that have today? a day that every day has multiple things for that day. Hopefully today's National Hog Day so they can take down fucking Duke, to be honest. I'll Let's take see. National Razorback Day, National Hog Day, fucking any of those things. As long as it's not National Blue Devil Day. March 2021. Oh, no. This game's over, dude. Pencil and Duke. Oh, my God. There's so many different things. Oh, there's probably 100. Yeah. Just March 1st alone has, like, 10 things. Yeah. There's a national tartar sauce day. Shut the fuck up. Dude, every every product, everything has a day. March 9th, National Barbie Day. Also National Meatball Day. No, I like that. I like, oh, I like meatballs. Dude, Rand loves meatballs. Randy does he goes love meatballs. He Subway. Uh, Dude, mind we're driving to mind. Bo- we're driving to Boston. I'm watching I'm watching Randy <laughs> eating a fucking meatball sub behind a rest stop. <laughs> Dude, bar. this guy goes to Subway and gets either a meatball sub or their pizza. <laughs> He's the same guy that gets lasagna from Hamburger. That's right. We are talking about I got it once. It was pretty or a cool. hot dog. He gets lasagna. I never or a got a hot, hot dog. dog from there. Oh, no. I'm getting hot dogs only for Rand's brazy, dude. Or if I'm making my own. Rand's so, nuts. Guy's out of it. So you won't eat Thumans if I have them in the fridge right now? I would. He would. But like, if I'm like right them, out of the fridge, or would you grill them? I would grill them. Okay. I grill them. Fern eats them raw. <laughs> Fern's uh, diffy. March 26th is Epilepsy Awareness Day. Uh, I like and, that. I appreciate and that. And National Spinach Day. I don't like spinach, man. I do like spinach. I like, like it sauteed. Spinach I don't, with, I don't yeah, sauteed like it. with some garlic. Yeah, I don't Give like it a, as a. Yeah, uh, I would. I, I don't know. I don't like it as a substitute for lettuce in like a. Like oh a salad yeah, like a salad. Like a spinach yeah. salad. Like no, a, yeah, raw spinach. Me, no yeah, shot. I don't like. Yeah, I like sauteed spinach though. I'm okay if it's in like a sauce too. I guess it just yeah. it's because it wilts up and it becomes minuscule. So yeah. there's like not a lot of it. Yeah. Oh, the other night I made like just as like a locale dinner for midweek it's i important. made uh i sauteed some onions and some really thin broccoli jalapenos. <laughs> uh some no i put some oil and garlic in a pan then i put some diced onions and uh really uh, yes the italian trifecta really onions, thin jalapenos in it and then i just threw some spinach over it with uh roasted red peppers in it and got it to cook down and then mm. i put some grilled chicken in it and then a yeah. little bit of mozzarella cheese on top throw a top on it melt it down beautiful little action for midweek. I love that. That's a delicious little dinner you made there. So. Um, all right. So with college basketball, with the St. Peter's thing. So I had the Cinderella's stories, which are nice. But, dude, the fucking Shaheen Holloway, my guy, their head coach. First of all, he gone after this year, obviously. Do you think he goes to Seton Hall? Like, is that his dream I job? Think it's a done yes. I think it's a done deal. I think, done I think there's already been talks. I'm sure his agent has already spoken. Actually, he probably doesn't have an agent, uh, but I'm sure he yeah, he does now. His, like, <laughs> yeah, he definitely could not afford an agent, well, but now he does have one. $226,000 a year as the head coach there? Yeah, something like that. Which ain't chump change, but I mean. No, it's not, but in terms of the college basketball landscape, yes. that might be the, the lowest salary of a D1 coach in college basketball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, he I, I mean, he played at Seton Hall, so that's got to be a dream of his to coach mm-hmm. there. And yeah, he'll he'll be a he'll be a millionaire. How sure. much do you think you think he'll he'll clear a million on this next yeah. coaching deal? Yeah, he signed one point five, something like that. Seen Hall has that kind of money? Yeah, yeah. They don't have crazy money, but they yeah they have enough. To, they're to pay they're a big uh, Big East school. Yeah, they're exactly yeah. they're in the Big East now. So they, I mean, Big yeah, East you isn't what it was. In but Jersey, it's, you play at Seton Hall, right? Yeah. If you want to play football in Jersey, you play at Rutgers. Unfortunately, yeah. If you play sports in Jersey, then you're probably not good. Yeah, because basketball. I mean, 
other than St. Peter's basketball needs New Jersey. Now. Honestly, if you New play Jersey football in New Jersey, sucks. the best thing that could happen to you is be Eric Legrand. Yeah. Who's like moving now? Yeah, he, I saw a picture of him like uh, I straight up. Uh, I was just I straight up saw him mowing the lawn. Yeah. Now he might have been sitting in one of those things and you know driving it around, but he was straight up mowing the lawn. <laughs> so good for him, man. What a story. I love him. He's got one of those ride-on mowers, but he's got like the the quadriplegic tube attached to it, so he powers it with his breath. Yeah, love that. You know, and I saw it, someone. And I think six... it doubles as a breathalyzer too, so he can't do it when he's boozing. <laughs> you know, I saw someone at Six Flags one time in one of those like quadriplegic chairs that has to be powered by your breath. I was like, what are they like? Have like a toe hitch that they just attach into the back of the ride? <laughs> That's so cool. Why would you bring that person there? Oh, no, because like... there's more to do than ride the rides at Six Flags. You can watch the parade. You can he can't do anything from the neck the do- down. He the can't dolphin play the show. You can do the dolphin show. Um, take pictures in the front. Take pictures in the front. The they used to have the that fountain. Le- they yeah. used to have the lethal weapon show. That shit was dope. Uh, did I, I think I've only been to one show at Six Flags before. The dolphin show was cool. I think it was the dolphin show. Yeah. Then they used to do. The other, you never. You never went to the Batman show over yeah. by uh by like uh the Batman ride. They used to have that little amphitheater in there. Nah, I know exactly what you're talking about. No, yeah. I never saw the show. The Batman show was pretty cool. I haven't been to Six Flags in a minute. I know. It's been every, like six years. Like, every, uh, I, know. I went, so the last time I went, I went with Kim and one of her friends, and I like couldn't ride the rides anymore. Like I like, I was like getting sick. It was like, like motion sickness. Thing. Yeah, like I don't know. And I used to love going on roller coasters. Yeah. Then like I didn't go for like a couple years, and like, I went and like, I, like I, we were like two, three rides in, and I was like, I think I need to throw up. Like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I feel like shit. Like, this sucks. Like, I was so pissed about it. Like, fuck, do I not like roller coasters anymore? Like, this is shitty. I honestly feel like the last time I went was... Jim, were you there when we went and then the high school was there at the same time? Yes, we saw Oh, really? Yeah, we were like standing in the smoking section, like ripping heaters. So you went like the, the first week of May on that Thursday when every school field trip is? Yeah, probably. The yeah, last that's time what I went is. was when we went. Yeah. yeah we kept saying school, motherfucker. Yeah, dude. Dude, we, we would go and like fucking blaze on the skyline and like oh, I'd yeah. go on all the rides, be high as fuck, like do all that shit. Then like I went completely Ride sober and like times. I was like I, my heart was racing. I like had anxiety. I thought I was gonna die and throw up at the same time. I was like fuck, man. The Can one I time not we threw roller coasters. The one time we went when you could still do the uh, the animal safari in your own car because yeah, now yeah. you have to take their uh, excursion. They're just probably thing. fucking smarter. Yeah. We used to, oh, obviously we used to blaze in the animal safari and then go into the park afterwards. So yeah. we L ride the safari and yeah. then go good in. Move. That's a good move. And the one time we were sitting there and they like passed me the shit and I'm like. Poking it, and I look, and the giraffe is just like right here at the window. I'm like, mm. we gotta get the fuck out yep, of here. Yep, yep. <laughs> but uh, how do we get sidetracked to Six Flags? I don't know. This happens sometimes. Uh, I imagine Eric Legrand blowing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So none of this will get into the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. Um, but anyway, back to Shaheen Holloway. The only other note I have here, which is a fun fact that I saw, and I, I hope it's true, he was in the same McDonald's All-American game as Kobe, and he won the MVP that year. Really? Shaheen Holloway, yeah, at the so, McDonald's cool. All-American game. And, uh, same year as Kobe, RIP. Kobe was the glue. RIP. Kobe was, by the way, if Kobe never died January 2020, there would have never been a pandemic. If he was living, he would have not allowed that shit to happen. Just, Probably not. He would have shut it down. Yeah. The world literally went to shit once Kobe died. There's a fucking World War Three on uh, on the verge of that because Kobe's dead. Like, so much shit has happened to ruin the world ever since Kobe died. He was I mean, legit the glue. Honestly? We have a group chat on Instagram called Kobe is the glue because he literally is the glue. I must say that, like, maybe things will get better now that Kobe's 
Widow and Nike have struck a new deal <clears throat> to Vanessa? continue babe to continue making Kobe sneakers yeah, that's crucial. through Nike. As I mentioned to you, that's crucial. And I wish I gave a yeah. fuck about sneakers, but I straight up don't. But that's awesome. Uh, I, love I do. Did I you love see the? the did you see the new ones that are coming out? They're called the Sweet Sixteen. No, the. If you sent them in our group chat, then I saw it. Otherwise, I did not see it. I, <laughs> I, I don't follow sneakers, and I don't give a flying. They're fuck. called the Shimamos. Right you yeah. sent the post from Cop Squad or whatever. It's Cop O'Clock. Cop O'Clock. Then I saw it. <laughs> uh, they're called the Shimambas, uh, the Sweet Sixteens, and they're going to come out on Gigi's sixteenth uh, birthday, and they have their her. Uh, her travel team colors. Yeah. So. Damn. And then Gigi it's going to have Kobe and Gigi on the heel. And it's going to have that. the, what did she wear, two? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. going to have a two on one side and I think it's going to have an eight on the other side. Yeah. So, they're, they're, that'll be the total. So, mu- must cop, as the kids say? Is that, that must cop? must cop. Must cop. Honestly, like I said to you earlier, too, like uh, in our group chat, like I really hope that they do like a mass production and just fuck the resale market for people that were straight scumbags and like the second that Kobe died whatever shoes they were trying oh, to sure, sell yeah, yeah. for, like, a reasonable number, right? Like, a pair that is dead stock that you can't get anymore. Like, if you're selling for, like, three fifty and they were retail, like, one something, like, I get that. That's fine. You're trying to make money off of it. But then they just started trying to sell them for, like, a $1,000 a pair. Like, yeah. you're just a piece of shit. Yeah. Like. Dude, it's all about the bottom line, man. Whatever makes the money. I mean, the Kobe 5 is, like, a, a top. That's a top four shoe. Like, and what's, like, the three, like, above that? Like, a Samba. Um, I mean, the Jordan 1. <laughs> Nah, the, the, the Dada's. Uh, the, the, the Dada's pretty well. The Dada's The, the red well. Dada's with the wheel on it. Yeah, uh, I had a pair. Uh, Sambas and like, I don't know what else. Just top uh, three. Airwalks. Airwalks. There you go. Uh, yeah, Heelys. What was those Heelys. ones with the wheels on them? I had Heelys also. I remember I had bring, Heelys to bring this up, and I don't want to get into this conversation, but the whole more doors or wheels uh, oh, conversation. My, you guys want to do more doors or wheels? I, I kind of don't, but I just wanted to bring that up because someone was like, it's got to be wheels because think about all the Heelys that people bought. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's what's putting it over the edge. No, Mike- the the, the 150,000 assholes that had those fucking <laughs> shoes. So Mike actually made the best uh, point with that. Uh, Hot Wheels has produced over 6 billion toy cars. That's a lot. But they also have two doors on them. Yeah, but they? they don't open, so it's... Oh, is that what we're defining now? A door has to open? It can't just be a door for show? I guess. It's, yeah. That's that's what the whole, like, there's a lot yeah, of semantics it's not a door to it. Then. Like, there's so many semantics to it. Yeah. So a door is only something that opens? Yeah, otherwise it's not a door. What is it? It's a wall. Okay. Okay. So if a wheel doesn't spin, it's not a wheel? Or no? Same same idea? I, I, would, I would say so. I guess so. And, so it's just a, okay. And it needs to be on an axle. It has a bearing. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Or else it's just a fucking circle. Right. I would agree. Wheels. I would agree. Tech decks. A lot of tech decks out there. Oh, miss tech decks, man. A lot of fun. With the Tommy Cuba one. <laughs> Tommy Cuba. <laughs> All right. Uh, so to wrap up NCAA jam. real fast, uh, Randy, who do you think's gonna win the national championship? I got Duke. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Go sit upstairs. Have you not been listening for the past hour? You don't belong on this show. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, Rhett, who you got? Peacocks. Uh, Mike, who you got? I want the Peacocks win, but I think Kansas is going to win. What does that say? All right. Uh, Jim, you can enter. Kansas, baby. Kansas. Kansas. All right. Jayhawks. Damn, rock chalk. Uh, well, there goes Kansas' chances. That's a shame. <laughs> here comes the jinx. <laughs> Mike, would you like to change your... No, I think I... I have a feeling that they're gonna—they're like the lowest of the number one seed that 
had the, the best chance of winning it, and I, they're the only ones left now. So I'm going with them. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to take UNC. Damn, you take it, Unk. Huh? I really just think that it's about clicking and being healthy, and it seems like they're doing the – Wait, we're not pretending we're doing the show on Friday, right? No. no okay. No, no, no. I was going to say. Our, our, our I'll, I'll, just, I'll make a pick of a team that lost <laughs> on Friday night. Be like, Damn, man. No, I'll take a Purdue. <laughs> our show name is just a name only. We've recorded on Thursdays, Saturdays, every day of the week pretty much. Love it. Sometimes you just got to do it. Until someone pays us to do this full time. If you're listening. For investors. We, yes. Investors? Possibly you. <laughs> All right. Anybody else got any sports they want to talk about? Anything? No? No. Nope. Nope. Got nothing in your notes? No, that was it. All right. Fuck. Nobody gives a fine fuck. Uh, fuck of the week. Randy, what do you got for me? Tyreek Hill. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he's like, yeah. I was never going to New York. Yeah, he's, he's a loser, dude. That's it. You heard what he said, though, when they asked is him, that like, were you ever considering going to the Jets? He, like, he laughed about it. <laughs> well, I mean, if you look further into it, I mean, he, he owned a house in Miami. Like, that's where he spent his off-season, so, like, I mean, he can sense. go, honestly, a lot of people He's go, a bad dude. A lot like, of personally, people, he's a bad he's guy. A terrible he's, like, person. domestic he's violence. He's a white beater. Like, yeah, whatever, is, just, no, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, but, obviously, any sports fan doesn't give a flying fuck about anyone's character. If they're on your team and they're good, that's all you get. Yeah, I don't. I mean, no bullshit. A lot of people go there to do shit. So. R. Kelly's songs are still good. He's a bad person, but yeah. like whatever. Like if ignition Michael Jackson comes on, I still shit. will get yeah. down. Like, yeah, yeah. Facts. Damn. So I fuck can you separate. Like Tyreek, all right? I can separate the art from the artist. That's true. You of can't course. like if there's a chef who's racist, you can't taste the racism. Like I'll take the Sean even with allegations. You know, but you know, I prefer him without. Of course, but we don't live in that world anymore. True. All right, Rhett, what do you got? All right, so I wrote down a couple, um, but I'm only going to go with one. You can shoot them all off. Nah, I feel the sh- most strong about this about this one. Uh, my fuck you of the week is to the uh, 2010 graduating class of Kearney High School. <laughs> we have a fucking reunion coming up. Pay the $70 to Mel Lorenko so we can have a fucking reunion. All right, it's a 12, it's been 12 years ago. We'd love to have it. So all you motherfuckers out there that aren't the 30 people that already paid her, pay her so we can actually have a reunion at Reds. I agree. So otherwise, go fuck yourselves, the rest of you that haven't paid yet. Well, that'll be the snippet that I used to, to put out on the thing tonight. <laughs> Thank you. I'm hoping to see a couple people over Thank there. you. <laughs> like, I, honestly, I hope to see Tuzman and see how he's doing. Dude, there's so many people that I'd love to see and, yeah. and actually have a real conversation with and not just like... Like, listen, I was an asshole. Fucking Kings, look at their you know? stories on Instagram or like like a picture. Like, yeah, I'd actually like to talk to somebody that I haven't seen in a decade. Like, yeah, there's a couple kids, people that I would like know? to run into. Be like, oh, how have you been for real? And then yeah. there's plenty of other people that I would like to stand by the bar with you guys and be like, <laughs> look at them. Exactly. Or like they come up to me and be like, oh, how you been? And be like, yeah, good, good. And like there's nothing else to say. And then have like that awkward minute and then be like, good talk. And then go to someone else. Like I want that. Like, yeah, I would love that's to That's awesome. Like, yeah. <laughs> like that's what reunions are all about. Yeah. But how would we know that? Because these motherfuckers aren't paying. So pay the money. Get I just want to be reunion. able to walk back to you guys and be like, yeah, I just talked to this fucking guy. He's crazy. <laughs> Jim, you got any fuck yous? No, man. I'm, I'm not have a Oh, good week for you. All right, cool. Uh, Mike, what do you got? Uh, my fuck you of the week is to Sally Mae because you ain't taking any more for my fucking money. So Let's go. Ten, in ten, eight years later, finally done with student loans. Let's so go. Fuck Sally Mae. Give a round of applause Clap for that, baby. That's a big moment. That's huge. Love that. Did you like do like Monet or something to supplement your income to afford those? Because uh, <laughs> I heard I heard that Monet is great for that. So, so you didn't sell shampoo that made people's hair fall out. No. <laughs> I was, I was verb. 
Yes, 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 yes. Yes, you had you, you had like the Lamborghini everything, right? From that, you got you were able to retire, I believe, at this point in your life. I think you retired by thirty with that. Good for you. All right, I got three. You know, I'm, I'm just an angry guy. Um, you can tell by all the grays <laughs> how stressful and angry your Yo, life is. I got ID'd the other day at a liquor store that I go to fairly often, and like I'm cool with like getting ID'd. Like it doesn't bother me. Like, it make, just, makes like, me feel young. <laughs> no, no, it's just like you're doing your job. Whatever. I, I don't care. Do they no. think that you like use just for men, the like, touch of gray. No, like they look at me like <laughs> I get it that my ID this doesn't asshole look like wants me. My hair is hair. way grayer four years later than it was when in my ID photo, and I look pretty fat in my ID photo. I mean, I'm fat now, but like I look fatter in my ID photo. Yeah. Uh, might just been like a bad day. Um, maybe I had a heavy dinner. I don't it's know. Maybe a little bloated. Yeah. But uh, bloated all the time. He, like, looked at me and then, like, looked at the thing and called me by my name. And I was like, okay. He's like, yeah, yeah Connor. And I was like, are That's you trying weird. to trick me into, like, not knowing the name on my ID? That's like, actually the weirdest thing he, I've ever And then, heard. like, I was like, okay. And then, like, he literally took He goes, all right, thanks, Connor. And then he takes it and he scans it on the thing underneath the counter. I was like... Couldn't you just done that right away? Like, just whatever, scanned dude. it and not yeah. look at your name. Like, all right, man. I, maybe he's just trying to be friendly. I don't know. You know what it was? I, maybe, but fuck him. I mean, either way, fuck him. No, but yeah. Maybe he's just trying to be friendly. He wasn't even a fuck you of the week, but add him to the oh. list. Fuck it. I add him. So why did you just bring up that story? Oh, you talked about my gray hair. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oops. Uh, I thought that was a fuck you of the week. So I just had a story about taking oh, fuck yous on top of fuck yous. Yeah. <laughs> I told you I'm an angry guy. I got a lot of them. Yeah, you literally like I, I'm an angry guy. I got a lot of them, and oh, and then I said the gray hairs, yeah. and that's when okay. Oh no! Sense. So my first fuck you is uh, to Justin. You may know him from listening to this show, Justin's Cuban Links. Uh, he sends us uh, in our one group chat. He'll he'll say to us in our group chats, "Hey, have you seen such and such video?" And I've learned that like if he asks if I've seen a video, it usually ends up with someone dying. <laughs> okay. So he. Th- a couple weeks ago, he goes, he oh, did you guys that. see the video for this Mexico, this this soccer game in Mexico? Like, it's wild. So I go on Twitter, and I look up what's going on at the soccer game in Mexico, and I'm watching people get beat to death on Twitter. So I'm like, oh, thank you for sending that to me. Um, I really hate that I just watched that. He I can't get rid of that. He asked if you saw it, and you, your own curiosity got the best of you. Yes, yeah. and it's my own fault, too, because, again, earlier this week, he goes, hey, did you guys see that video of that kid dying on that roller coaster in Florida? And I go, why would you keep saying this to I me? I did like, see that video. Every right. time you ask if I've seen a video, it's a horrific thing. So I proceeded to go back to Twitter <laughs> Obviously. and watch the video again. <laughs> because you're not going to bring it up and I'm not going to watch it, but just yeah. stop bringing it up to me. Mm-hmm. So, like, fuck you for keep introducing these things into my life that I'm eventually I'm going to watch. Yeah, It's almost an obligation, I imagine, yeah. at this point. Uh, it's a horrible video. I will say to to anyone listening, don't fucking watch it if you haven't watched it. I'm going to watch it. It is horrific. I'm, I'm pretty sure the hundreds of thousands of people listening right now have already yes. Googled this video and have already watched it. I hope the Russian show. guy listened I just to want him. you to know. Oh, the Russian guy made the video. Let him watch it. <laughs> the Russian guy's the one that fell. <laughs> spoiler alert. He's like, I got to get out of this. Spoiler alert. He's no longer listening. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's rough where he's at right now. So he went on vacation to Florida. Yes. Because, like, that's <laughs> the Russia of, New- of America. Yes. <laughs> so he went there to get away. And my second fuck you of the week is uh, me... Because earlier in the show, uh, earlier in the show, I had a, a fuck you that was uh, the gypsies at the uh, Rawway flea market where I had done some work for my company. 
and uh, I talked a lot of shit about it. And I went back there the other day and done some work, had done some work. And uh, the people that run the flea market were actually extremely nice to me. Uh, they were ordering lunch. They were like, hey, would you like anything? Like, we're going to order. Uh, and I was like, no, I'm almost done, but I really appreciate it. And then they tipped me, which is, like, not something that normally happens at my job. And, like, obviously I was like, no, I'm just doing my job. Like, you don't have to tip me. And the lady was extremely nice. And I pulled away from the job site when I was done. And my first thought was, like, wow, I'm a piece of shit. Like, I really yeah. I really dragged this whole thing to anyone that would listen. And then I went back a couple weeks later, and they were really, really nice to Maybe me. Maybe they so. listened. Yeah. And realize the error of their ways and changed. Maybe fuck yous of the week are helping. Are, are changing people's yes. lives. Maybe, maybe yeah. we're making Hence why I made my fuck you of the week, class 2010, change motherfuckers' lives and let's Do sign better. up. Let's sign up. Uh, and then my third and final uh, fuck you of the week is uh, Aruga's restaurant on Route 18. Don't go. If you were thinking about it, on, don't fucking me, go. Let me cancel my reservation there right now. Hold <laughs> yes, on. please do. I went there. I went to a concert last night. We, uh, my wife, her friend, and uh, her boyfriend. We went. The four of us went there to eat before the concert, and it was possibly the worst food I've ever eaten in my life. What did you get? I got a Nashville hot chicken sandwich. Mm, sounds delicious. And uh, some boneless wings. And I got to be honest, my food wasn't terrible because I played it safe. It's very hard to fuck up chicken. It's right, like as long as it's cooked to, to the proper yeah, temperature. Well, it's very easy to fuck up chicken. No, it is, but as long as it's cooked to the proper temperature, like it's not like you're not going to get sick from it. It's not going to be inedible. It's just going to be like not the best chicken you had. It's just going to be like chicken that you had, mm-hmm. right? Like it's yeah, chicken usually tastes good as long as it's cooked. Yeah, like whereas like beef, you could fuck that up. Like yeah, I get what you're saying. Rose beef. So my wife had ordered, they had been uh, deep fried banana peppers. So it, uh, instead of like a. Uh, sounds good. A lot of things that you're saying sound good. No, they must yeah. Really they not all, sure, I'm not sure where the fuck you is coming They from. were all breading. It's just, just a couple balls of deep fried breading. Okay. <laughs> Delicious. Uh, and then uh, her friend ordered an appetizer sampler that came with sliders. And she said the sliders tasted like hot dog meat. Which to so me. So that's your favorite. Piqued my it. interest. So you're immediately intrigued. I'll take two orders now, thank you. <laughs> um, take two right now. One the one. we sat at the bar and the the bartender, uh, she walked over to us with like the meanest look on her face. Like I was, like I had slashed her tires on the way in, and she saw me do it. She's like, uh, "Can I get you anything?" Well, did and I was you? Like, huh? Did you? No, I did not. No. Did you see who did? No. Okay. If I did, I would have said, "Hey, hey, hey." It's him. Uh. There was like 40 beers on tap, and I was like, oh, can I have a beer menu? And she's like, we don't have one. And I was like, all right. So she just starts telling me them. And then like later on in the meal, I found she out She told that they you were... all 40? No. Okay. She could have just said like, oh, these are the specialty ones. Like obviously we have all the regular crap. But I come to find out that they have a page on Untapped, and that's where they have their beer list. Okay. But like no QR codes, no – Hey, we're on. Yo, get into tapped. the deck. To get welcome to 2022, man. Get a fucking QR code for a menu. Like just like just. It was unhelpful. It was like I thought it was going to be like one of those places that are kind of like you know like what tap houses are now, like places that have a lot of beer selections and the food is like just a little bit above like an Applebee's great yeah. food. Yeah, this was like eight layers below Applebee's. Wow, that's pretty bad. And the service was <laughs> subpar. And I left feeling like... Why did you go to this place? I don't know. 
my wife and her friend really wanted to go. It was recommended by them? Yeah. Had they been there before? No. They had just seen them on the gram. And Where is it? Apparently, it's Where on like Route 18? Uh, there's, a, there's a chain. Yeah, apparently it's a yeah, chain and they, they, it's like a foodie Instagram page like reposted something of theirs. Uh, and they went to a different one that wasn't... The one that was reposted. Yeah. yeah. Different so, location. Yeah. Maybe my fuck you of the week is just Route 18 because fuck Middlesex County. Okay. I think they have that's, nice golf courses though. Yeah, they just got a lot of land. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so that's my fuck yous of the week. Thanks for listening. Again, go follow us at the FMP pod on Twitter, on Instagram at Friday Night Pregame. And maybe you guys tell us if we have a TikTok. I don't know. I remember signing up for it, but I don't know if it fucking exists. I couldn't tell you. I don't have TikTok. I don't know. And Mark has Rand has TikTok, so he he might know. Mark has to tell us. But he does it for like, he likes the Bus It Challenge um, (laughs) and that shit. Randy uh, likes Golden Retriever videos and the Bus It Challenge. And the Bus It Challenge on TikTok. The Bus It Challenge (laughs) (laughs) but i couldn't tell i don't have a ticket and uh next week we're gonna have pookie on we're gonna do a uh a breakdown for the mlb season's about to start and uh yeah it should be fun mike's gonna have a lot to say about that yeah Nice. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be the most active one next week. So right in your element. To so listen tune to in me. For right Mike, in your element, baby. Mike's hot takes on the MLB. Let's go. All right. Thanks for listening. Thanks for having me, guys. I had a lot of fun. All right. No problem, guys. All right. Bye. See you later. Bye. Take it easy.